Hey, when does the show start? It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is, Tuesday, the 8th day of August, 2023. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can get us on the text machine, that same number. Messaging data rates do apply. 916-909-0985. The Odyssey app, user-friendly, as well as thebaileyshow.com. Get our podcast. You can stream us there. Hit us up on social media. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a follow at Listen to the BS and then on YouTube at The Bailey Show. Now that we got that out of the open, uh, next hour, more tickets to give to you. This is a hot ticket. The Sac Republic game, 10-year uh, anniversary. So that's pretty cool. Back at Hughes Stadium on the 26th of this month, we had Coach Mark Briggs on yesterday. He's a nice fellow. He was. And we'll have him on again tomorrow because today Nelson is going out to kick some soccer balls. Mm -hmm. And uh, supposedly, from what I'm hearing, he gets to wear the outfit and everything. He gets to barely wear the outfit. (laughs) Right. Well, okay, so there's two parts of that. Like, literally, he gets to wear the outfit. Yes. But I don't even know what the word would be. Yes, he barely will fit into the outfit, <laughs> but he is giving an out. He's giving an outfit, a kit, uh, a kit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's called, right? A kit, a yes. kit. Yeah. So you get to go out there, and I don't know who's going to be in the goal. I don't know if it's going to be the goalie or just uh, somebody on the staff. I would imagine someone on the staff. Can you, can you imagine local producer injures star soccer player in freak accident? I don't think it's going to happen. No, no, not I don't at all. mean like. Yeah, I can't. I can't a, imagine it. No, I don't mean kicking a ball at him. But you know how clumsy I am. Something would happen. I get too close to him. I'd fall into him. All of a sudden, he's got a sprained ankle because he had four hundred pounds of man on him. Oh, that would be bad. You know, yeah, not from a soccer ball, really. <laughs> not from my prowess as a uh, striker, as It'll it were. Be like one of those video games where you get to a certain level and the soccer ball gets fire around it. And you <laughs> yeah. Start throwing, putting holes through the guy. <laughs> No, I, I actually think that they're going to put their – Coach put, said the guy's name, but uh, I think they're going to put their goalie in there. I think they are too. I'm excited. I want you to get some balls in there, Nelson. I want to be rooting for you. Oh, What do you know about soccer? Like, I mean, can you do this? I didn't I mean, even ask you. Like I said, I played soccer when I was six. No, you so. told us you socialized at soccer <laughs> But when I was, was on the field and I kicked a ball occasionally. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> so, did you go to practice? Yeah. Okay, so you know how to kick the ball? Yeah, I do. Okay. And my you're best pretty fr- strong now. Yeah, my best friend was a soccer player. I feel like that's... <laughs> <laughs> you can name soccer players? Yeah. 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 David Beckham. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, is there a strategy going into this? You can uh, please stretch. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, what do you think stretching is going to make the difference? <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I, I am. I am a big proponent of stretching. I stretch every. I stretch every morning and I stretch every afternoon. You know why Novak Djokovic is one of the best, and he'll go down as one of the best tennis players of all time. That dude stretches like three to five times a day. 
for 30 to 60 minutes. It's it's absurd that his training, his entire day is his career, Mm -hmm. which, you know, Tom Brady was the same way. You know, these guys, especially when you get older, you've got to stretch. I remember in high school when I first started working out and, you know, my, my, Football coach, you know, rest God rest his soul. You know, he he would always tell the story even to kids afterwards that came in, and I was flattered when I found out. Like years later, he would still talk about me in the story. You're like, there we used to have this guy, Jaskis Bailey, and I remember the first time I saw Bailey, he got out of his mother's gray Volvo, and he about fell out of the car. He was a hundred and nothing pounds, you know, five something uh, in height, and he went into the gym and he could barely get the ball up. Do you know what Jay Skipperi did when he graduated when he was a senior? He walked away with medals and weightlifting, and he weight <laughs> weightlifting. <laughs> he was able he was able to lift more weight than I was. That's why he got the short and the dollar. You know, so three out fifteen pounds. I mean, so like <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my friend, he's old school, and he would he would teach us three sets of five, uh-huh. and he was a little guy with little T Rex arms. <laughs> And he would tell us point blank, he's like, you know, yes, I'm strong even at this age because, I mean, he was an older guy at the time. But he's like, I'm shaped this way. And he played college ball. He was actually the fullback for Billy White Shoes Johnson, who, you know, played at Widener in college, which is a small D3 school now. Um, but it went in and had a great NFL career, I think, with the Oilers, if memory serves. But he said that because of his his arms were so short and his range of motion was so bad is because in his day, they didn't teach him how to stretch. So you think stretching would have given him less than T Rex arms? Uh, yeah, it, it it would have done. It, it make yeah, it, it stretches your body. I mean, that's what the whole point. You know, you see people in those those gimmicks where they flip upside down and they hang and stuff. Oh, that feels really mm-hmm. good, actually. I like doing. that. Feels great. You, you know? think my ankles would break with all so, that meat? <laughs> anyway, the point of me telling you that is, the older you get, uh-huh. the more you got to stretch. You know, I guarantee guys like if you were competitive at a younger age and you get older. And you're still looking for that competitive thing. Mm-hmm. That's why you see guys, you know, middle-aged guys playing softball, going bowling, playing poker, you know, whatever it is to be competitive mm-hmm. and to have camaraderie. Uh, guys do it all the time. You know, I'm sure women do it too, right? I'm just only speaking from a guy's standpoint. But I bet you, you know, Joe's plumbing softball team, yeah. if they're smart, because the generation that's playing now is the Gen Xers, mm-hmm. They're stretching. That's what yeah. that's what this guy who uh, I was seeing for my back when I was having back pain and going to therapy. One of the, the first things he said is you have to stretch every day and it'll alleviate a lot of your back pain. Yep. So he showed me all the stretches that I'm supposed to do every day and it'll help something as simple as having back pain. Absolutely. It helps. It's a game changer. Mm-hmm. Do it every day. Now, I don't know the last time. I mean, I do know the last time Nelson stretched. Yeah, you do, actually. Because I stretch before each show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that last time I stretched with you is the last time I stretched. And what, two weeks ago? He, Yeah, he he stretched. His stretching <laughs> was like his gym going. He went once. He, he stretched once. <laughs> so you're kind of, you're the guy. I went to the gym three times, I think. If the, if the going gets, went twice. <laughs> if the going gets tough, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. the kind of guy you are. <laughs> no. Once he's too tired. When the exercise gets going, I'm gone. Yeah. Instead of sticking it out and going through. You know, going through, through that, going through that barrier. Yeah, I've, I don't know that I've ever broken any barrier that wasn't like plastic wrap around some food. So that's a barrier I can so, take down. So tomorrow, when we pay off this soccer thing, mm-hmm. uh, 
there's a chance that he quits after like five balls. Because he's going to be so tired. I'm telling you, when you have to go out and work out and you have not been doing it, it's going to tear you up. So I, I know, I, you know, because we turned this into a game, and, and I know yesterday after we had Coach on, you know, we said we'll give away tickets if you can guess how many, you know, who get in, and, and everybody wants, you know, five and under uh, as far as how many goals he'll make. But nobody said that he will never finish. Dang it. I was, oh, one person gets zero. Yeah, but no one said. Oh, okay. no one said right. No one quitting. said that you won't kick all ten, but you did have some zeros. So I, I, you know what? Here's what I'll do. I never, I didn't think about this. <laughs> if somebody wants to get in on this today, mm-hmm. and if you want to post this on social media, and if you want to get in on the state, I've got one slot left. DNF. Yeah, for these <laughs> tickets for Sac Republic. <laughs> oh my god! And you would take. He doesn't finish. He doesn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got zero through ten people have picked, but nobody picked. He did. He doesn't finish. So oh I'll I'll I'll, I'll I'll get that out there. If you want to put your name in the hat, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. You can reach us at any time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carl, Sacramento. I'll take Nelson. Doesn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> Now you gotta really prove him wrong, Nelson. But see, that's the thing, Nikki. He does. He doesn't have that in him. He doesn't have the. He doesn't have the. I want to prove you wrong mentality. He has the. You know what? Okay, you're right. You're right. I think he'll. I think he'll feel differently when he's out there with athletes. I think it'll. I think it'll pump him up. What do you mean? Went to the gym with an athlete. Look at this guy. Oh, that's cold. Yeah, she did you there. No, I wasn't. I wasn't taking no shots to you. I'm just saying when he's around some professional athletes, I think he's gonna want to show out a little bit. She goes again. Wow. You're no pro. I'm no pro. No, um, he's an athlete, but I'm saying a professional soccer player. How about that? There you go. That better. Yeah. Saved it. He's gonna want to show out. Not not soccer player. (laughs) (laughs) I think you can agree to that. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'd get tired walking out on the field. Sitting there taking jabs at Nelson. Truth be told, I've got the cardio of a brick. <laughs> I can do a good walk hike trail, but you ask me to jog it, not happening. <laughs> All right. You want to start us off here? 916 909 0985. When we return, the River Boat Brawl has taken on. A life of its own. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> there are so many things that have happened in the past 24 hours. <laughs> you know what? For us, all good. Right? right? I mean. Entertaining. For the parties that be, especially one side of it, not so much. Uh, but there is one thing that we all can enjoy that's come out of this that I am thoroughly enjoying there on the old interwebs. 916-909-0985. You want to start us off? Give us a minute. Hang on. There's Todd in Vacaville. Good morning to you, Todd. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? On top of the world, sir. So you want to take uh, the offer that I threw out there? Odds against Nelson? Yeah, I think he's not going to. I think he's not going to make any goals. Just kind of like the Raiders. So what the heck? Whatever. Okay, okay, so let's make let's let's be very clear here. You're not getting zero. Mm-hmm. We got that accomplished yesterday. Uh, today, yeah. Nelson will go out with uh, the Sac Republic guys, and he's got 10 shots. How many goals? So yesterday when we had Coach Mark Briggs on, we were doing, uh, you know, how many you can get out of 10. This morning it just kind of came up where there's a good chance this dude doesn't even finish 10. <laughs> that was not an option yesterday. 
So that's the option you're getting. Nelson doesn't even finish the 10 kicks. It's kind of like the Raiders have a winning season or a Cowboys getting another Super Bowl. Have you seen the memes going around with Dak Prescott and says, let's just get this over with now, and it says eliminate, playoffs eliminate it? Oh, that's so cold. That's <laughs> I gr- see, I grew up a Redskins fan, so I have I was born hating the Cowboys. Uh-huh. You know, I had no choice but to hate the Cowboys. All right. Uh, Todd, you have yourself a good day, brother. You're going to hang on for me, okay? Okay, bye-bye. All right, hang on. Don't go anywhere. Got to get your information. That's funny. Somebody took us up on the offer. Right. <laughs> like, that must make you feel horrible about yourself. Yeah, whatever. What are you going to do? It is kind of funny though. I, I really like. I kind of think Todd's the odds-on favorite. Yeah. Like I don't. Now that I think about it, he might be the odds-on favorite. I mean, the chances of you quitting are pretty good. Well, he also gets or getting injured. Well, there you go. See, he's also getting stroke, the yeah. heart attack finally happening. Right. Sure. Breaking an ankle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So really, when you think about it, like he's getting three or four for one. Rain delay. Yes. Because that happens so often here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that will be our next bet. The next time, will when will it rain next? I don't know that it's rained since I brought the kids back. No, it hasn't. Because it doesn't rain here. I have stuff on my porch that I've just been like, oh, I'll, I'll pull it in if it rains. That's the downfall of uh-huh. living someplace where it doesn't rain, like oh, my back patio with all my grill stuff. Uh-huh. I just leave it out. Yeah. I don't put it away. And you're going to get caught that one time. That one time. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, gonna, like in, it's not like they're in like tubs. They're in cardboard boxes. <laughs> That I've got on my porch. Your kid stuff? No, it's uh, there. Well, there's some loose electronics that I don't have a place for. And you have cardboard boxes on your front porch? Uh, well, you can't see it because it's underneath. He has a lot it. of boxes on that porch. Oh, is yeah. it trashy looking? I mean, I'm yeah, not just say, say yes. Trashy just, I, I don't want to have a long conversation. He with looks it. like his neighbor. From which direction? You can't see it as a neighbor. North, south, east, west. No, just three of those directions. <laughs> the, com- fine. the compass direction. <laughs> the cardinal ones. Yeah. Uh, so 24 hours removed from the riverboat brawl. And for those that don't know about the riverboat brawl, where have you been? Uh, in Alabama, there were there was a family or people, a bunch of white people. And they had a pontoon boat and they parked it. And uh, there was another boat like that was supposed to be parking there mm-hmm. that was carrying people mm-hmm. and uh, like a ferry or something. So the dock security guard goes over and now we don't know what the conversation. I'm. I want to know how that conversation went. Right. Right. Not to say that the guy deserved to get jumped by five dudes, <laughs> but I want to know just because I'm curious on how it escalated, how it got to that point. I mean, you're grown. I mean, I'm assuming that the white dudes were all drunk. Yes. Because they're running from the bar. They're out there drinking on the boat. It's Alabama. I mean, come on. Let's put everything together. Right. So I'm assuming that played a huge part in it. But, like, you've got to take a step back and go, dude, this is a mess because you wouldn't move your boat? Because initially they weren't on the boat and they were trying to find out whose boat it was because they needed to move the other one in. So after maybe 30, 45 minutes, they said, of trying to find out whose boat it was to get it moved, the security guard just went ahead and started untying the boat. And I guess maybe they were just going to try to push it. And once the guy saw him untying it, that's when they ran down to, like, confront him, I guess, like, what are you doing with our boat? Yeah, and I understand that. And you know what? It, if I, if that were my boat, if I could afford a boat, if I had a boat and I saw somebody moving my boat, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably be upset too. Sure. But that doesn't mean that five people jump a guy. 
No. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's 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 silly. I mean, you can have a grown up conversation about this. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to. That's why I'm curious on how it went down. Like right. what was said, you know, you can tell it got heated from the get go, you know, because both their arms were frailing, frailing, you know, they're like, in each other's faces, they're in each other's faces, mm-hmm. you know, and then the security guard pulls the John Cena, takes the hat off and throws it. That's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. And they all get into it. So uh, here's what's happened in the last 24 hours. Good stuff for us. The internet has taken a hold of this story. Undefeated, the internet. And re- so undefeated. And recreate it. <laughs> there are so many... Re- have you seen these, Nikki? Yes, I have. They've. There's so many recreations of the fight, which, you know, it, here... Like I said this yesterday, it, we're so quick to make it racial. Now, if you look at it and you go, white guys beating up black guy, black people come to beat up white guys... Mm-hmm. It just screams racist, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, but it just happens to be. I'm sure it didn't start out as being racist. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So th- th- we that's a little bit of a gray area. But, but here's the good part of it, is that both black and white people are recreating these videos together. Yes. They are hilarious. <laughs> My favorite one is this one that this comedian put together with, with some white friends of his. And but they're at a pool recreating it. That's so and this good. guy jumps in the pool to do the swim across, and I just died when I saw that. They call that guy Black Aquaman. Oh my yes, god. Yes. I saw I that trending. Black, black Aquaman. Aquaman. Yes. Because <laughs> they say black people can't swim. Right, exactly. I'm prove them wrong. I've also heard him called Aquamane. <laughs> yeah, Aquamane. Yeah. Aquamane. Yeah. <laughs> See good thing, good things yes. that come out of this, right? Yes, I mean, yes, the stereotype yes. that black people can't oh swim. That, Everybody's I'm, laughing about that. <laughs> that dude was Michael Phelps. He was. Yes. He was tearing out across that water. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> uh, so that's the good thing. I I don't know if I saw the same one you saw, but it was also at a pool. And you know what? Again, it's out of good. You know, out of bad comes good. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And you see, it was like. Young black kids and older white guys and young white kids and older black guys. And they're all participating in the recreation. In the recreation. <laughs> yeah. So if anything, it kind of shows that there is still hope out there. There's only a small group of people mm-hmm. that like to bring everybody else down. Mm-hmm. But the rest of us are normal and we get along with each other. Absolutely. Yes. You know, it's it's this is not a universal thing as much as people want you to believe it is. Right. And it wasn't something that people jumped on and made like super negative, like, oh, it's black people against white people. And, you know, no, everybody's laughing about it, recreating it. Like, it's a funny ha-ha moment. Oh, these recreations, you know, like, outside of my goat videos, these are my favorite things to watch now. (laughs) Like, I'm addicted to watching baby goats, like, eat celery and stuff. Like, I can sit there for hours. Yeah, I can just sit there for hours and watch this stuff. And yesterday I got distracted because I started seeing these videos. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, nicely nicely done, Riverboat Brawl parodies. <laughs> I lost and they were fast, too. They wasted no time. Right. Yeah. Internet's very creative. Uh, so the second thing that's come out of this is one of the guys that were involved in this, Chase Shocker. Chase Shipman, out of all things. His <laughs> name's Shipman. like a made-up name. That's my grandmother's maiden name, Shipman real name but she didn't get on a fight on a boat she didn't right chase shipman is what i mean not like shipman itself like yeah hi i'm chase shipman he's like the bad guy in a frat movie it's the most millennial bad guy (laughs) right right? 
<laughs> He's wearing boat shoes. Murder at Yacht Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Chase Shipman dies by a flock of seagulls. <laughs> he said, I ran. But, but not so far but away. But not so far away. <laughs> <laughs> so Chase Shipman, one of the guys <laughs> I'm just picturing him with a flock of seagulls hair. <laughs> Chase Shipman, uh, he was uh one of the kids involved in this thing. And he he goes, Why you would go on the internet after like this and t- start talking. Exactly. We should have stayed quiet. Spend your account, bro. <laughs> Remain right. silent. I mean, you're there with the black eye. I guess you think you look tough. I mean, you guys got your ass whipped. Like the woman that was with you got her ass beat so bad, her Crocs are up over her calves. They are. They beat her out of her shoes, literally. I never thought that was possible. Mm -mm. I thought Crocs were indestructible. They're not. They're not. So why would you go on the internet and just add fuel to the fire? Unless you're going to apologize. Right. Right. But even then, I probably would have just stayed out of the spotlight until stuff died down. No. Uh, absolutely not. You know, meet it head on with a positive reaction. Uh, yesterday, uh, the what was the fight with uh, the guy from, well, I forget the teams, the baseball fight. That was awesome. I'd, I'd oh. never seen a guy get knocked out on the baseball field <laughs> right, before, right? bell rung. One of the guys goes on, <clears throat> one of the guys speaks out and apologizes. <clears throat> he says, that's, that's, that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. We play baseball. That's, it was bad. It was a bad look and blah, 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 blah you know, everything. It was the White Sox Guardian game. Yeah, Cleveland. Okay, so Chicago and Cleveland. And, and they, he goes on and he apologizes to the other guy. Right. You know, that's a class-ass move right there, right? Yeah, but when you're a baseball player, don't you have to because everyone knows no. who you are? Yeah, that's no. what I was going to say. But no. if you're Chase Shipman, you could hide. How many times have you seen a pitcher publicly apologize for nailing somebody with a 98-mile-per-hour fastball? I guess I haven't. Zero, never, none, mm-hmm. right? You get in a fight on a baseball field, and most of them are wonky, right? It's like... You charge, you swing, you miss, then everybody comes out, grabs each other, throws right. each other, and they're really stupid and weak. But nobody, apo- hey, look, I'm sorry I started the fight. I'm sorry I rushed them out. Nobody mm-hmm. does that. You know, so that was a classy move. This guy, he just wanted to, I, it was like really quick. He just wanted to quickly talk about it, I guess. Um, and then in return, like this family owns this mini mart <laughs> in Selma, Alabama. We all know the history of Selma, Alabama, which yep. makes the story even worse, right? Right. You know, it's like 50 miles away from this riverboat stuff. And, and like, w- since Saturday, this mini-mart, Vassar's mini-mart, has gotten 300 one-star reviews. Because <laughs> everybody went on there and trashed it. Yeah, they're, they're saying everybody the owner's racist, the liar, and gross. So that would be, right, the 2023 receipt, right? That's the best way to get somebody back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go online and put a review about their business. That's how I get a lot of responses from people that blow me off or I get bad service or I try to talk to a manager. If you go do a Google review, they'll contact you immediately. I had a law firm contact me because I left them a bad review. Because they can't. Oh, yeah, they can respond, can't can't they? They can respond, but they can't erase it. The only person who can pull it down is you. So if you leave a bad review, then they quickly try to get in contact with you oh. and talk you uh, into taking it down. Okay. And this was an attorney I hired for me, and he just stopped answering my calls. I wrote a bad review. They called me immediately, like 20 minutes later. Did they rectify the situation? Yeah, but I still didn't take it down. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> did they ask you to? Yeah. Yeah. Did she you asked say- me to like four times. Did you say yes? No, I told her no. 
Oh, every time. Every time. Yeah. I'm not taking it down. I don't know how many people are going on to Google to see the reviews on Vassar's Mini Mart in Selma, Alabama, though. Well, Is this a good place to get Twinkies? I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go to Yelp. <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who Yelp's Mini Marts. I don't yeah, even but, know what a mi- like Mini Marts aren't even around anymore. That's they from, are here. They from, are. Like the, the, it says Mini Mart. Well, that's uh, so there's so many 7-Elevens here that don't have gas. No, pumps. no, 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 no. I know what a 7-Eleven is. But yeah, but I'm what I'm saying is like I've I'm not from a place where convenience stores don't have gas pumps at them. No, no, no. You're missing what I'm saying. It's called Mini Mart. Okay, specifically. But, yes, I I don't remember the last time I've seen a convenience Branded store Mini-Mart. called Mini Mart outside of Bill and Ted. I think Sexual and Adventure. Right. There was a Mini Mart. So Vassar's Mini Mart's kind of a I get you archaic name. You know, outdated a little bit. You have to go to small towns normally to see the Mini Mart still. Well, Vassar's Mini Mart must be raking in the cash to have boats and fights and Crocs. Probably so. <laughs> or old family money. One I mean, or the they're, other. they're living the good life there. They were. They got, they got, yeah, they were. Now what do you do? Close up shop. Yeah. I mean, what do you Move. do? Open a Maxi Mart right next to it. <laughs> Open a Croc store. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. seriously, what do you do? I mean, this is like, I've been involved where, you know, I've, I've been in a situation where the internet hated me, like worldwide. All right. And it was really ridiculous. And, and, it, and I saw how it got out of control. Mm-hmm. With that douchebag Michael B. Jordan and Kate, Kate Mara and uh, the the guy that played the Top Gun dude. Um, anyway, for their movie. Right. But anyway, it, it went worldwide. And it wasn't right. It, sure. Like, it was so not what it was. Well, and especially you were only asking the same thing everyone else was asking watching it. And, and, I, was, and I was talking to people, I'm like, how do I fight this? How do I combat this? And they're like, you just got to ride it out, dude. You know, there's nothing there, you can do. There's nothing you can do. Because mm-hmm. what happens is, and uh, I know you got the Orioles thing coming up here in headlines, right? You're doing the Orioles thing? Yes. Yeah, okay. So people copy and paste. So in my case, when I was called, what was I, the sexist or the racist? I was the racist. I was the right. You were You're, racist. Oh, the racist, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like this feminist blogger took what happened. You can Google it and find it if you really want to. But it took what happened and just copied and pasted all these people that supported her agenda. Right. So we're just getting bombarded. My yep. phone just out of nowhere, you know, 100, 200, 1,000, oh, 3,000, 4,000. And I'm going, what is happening? And I'm sitting Dang. in the stands watching a tennis match while this is all going now. And then people start texting me going, dude, are you checking your feed? Are you checking your feed? I'm like, oh, my oh. God. But I didn't know what to do. I'd never been in a situation like this. So these people are screwed. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, right. was, like, it wasn't this. I mean, I, I wasn't called on. Well, I guess I was called on film. But, you know. <laughs> By the way, not a racist, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He has a black friend. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> and every friend she has I, is mine as well. <laughs> so he has lots of them. By association. <laughs> uh, all right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to say you have drinking water killed a mother and where a man stopped to pet a dog during a crime. All right, two big stories from today. Get and learn a little bit with your first round of headlines here in a minute. Today's top two. Headlines. And a big thanks to our friends at Good Guys Heating and Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Get them out there to check your stuff. I did. 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Nikki D. Water can be fatal outside of just drowning. H1. 
Ashley's brother, Devon, says she soon began feeling sick. She had her head in her hands the whole way home because she just felt so dizzy. And they got home. She started to walk across the garage to go into the house, and uh, she passed out and never regained consciousness after that. Mm. An Indiana mom on vacation with her family. Uh, This was their last day of vacation. They were outside uh, on the lake, and she just started feeling dehydrated, is what she said to her brother and her husband, and she just started guzzling water. They're saying she drank four bottles of water in 20 minutes, and this caused toxicity in her system. And and I never heard of this before. I didn't know that if you drunk too much water too fast that it could actually kill you. When she collapsed, as he stated in the uh, audio, and this is according to WRTV, uh, they're reporting that she never regained consciousness. She was out for two days, and then she ended up passing away. So doctors are suggesting that if you're out and you feel really, really thirsty or think that you're dehydrated, instead of guzzling water, drink something that has electrolytes in it, some sodium or even potassium also, stay in the shade and eat snacks like fruits and vegetables, and it'll help you. Yeah, but also you don't want to guzzle. And I learned this with my first bout of food poisoning where I thought I was going to die. I mean, this is years and years ago, and I get on the phone with, like, the this was before virtual docs, you know, like you get on an app or it was before smartphones, actually. So uh, I'm on the phone with a nurse, you know, with, the, with my insurance company. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm telling him, like, I can't keep anything down. You know, I'm down in as much, gator- you know, I'm thinking Gatorade, Gatorade, Gatorade. She's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 She's like, take a sip, take a sip. Just keep taking sips. And she explained it to me like this. She says, your body is like a car and your gas tank can only hold so much fuel. Mm-hmm. And if you put too much fuel in the gas tank, it's going to overflow. Mm-hmm. Your body has a backup for dehydration. Right. It, it stores something. So when you're dehydrated, that kicks in when that when that's done, you're done. Right. Right. So in order to fill it, you fill it slowly. You don't fill it quickly mm-hmm. if you're in that position. Now, I mean, like if you're thirsty, you can down a bottle of water. Sure. You know, that's fine. But if you're dehydrated, like whatever was happening with this right. woman, four bottles of water in 20 minutes. No. Right. That's that's going to be too much because it's, it's going to fill your kidneys up too fast. It can't flush it out. And then the water gets into, the, I think it says your cells or something like that. And that's what causes you to pass away. Yeah. Very sad. And, you know, that poor husband is playing the what if game. What if mm-hmm. we would have left a day early? Right. You know, it's not like it. What, what if we didn't even go on? It doesn't matter what day it was. It's like, what if we didn't go on this vacation? I'm sure there are questions like, well, maybe we do this instead. What if we would have gone to a different... I mean, that's just a horrible situation for that guy to be in. Yes, it is. And those poor kids. Yep, she had two kids. And it's just such a silly, ridiculous thing that nobody saw coming. No, I I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't read this story. I didn't know if I drunk water too fast that it could kill me. And it made me think because I felt that way the other day, the same way she described, and I just kept drinking my my water bottles. Now, I didn't drink four of them, but I drank at least two. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? I did. You made it through. You, I'm, I'm very impressed. I, I just, it was like the fourth one I've done. I'm very impressed. I, I thought you were going to crack at the third one. <laughs> you made it through. I appreciate it. And then the fourth one, it was just. Yeah, I had to. I was just trying to move uh, on. 60 pounds? <laughs> what did I say? Nothing. You're it just, is something because you guys are laughing. Just a bunch of drunken water. That's all. Oh, whatever. Second story, go ahead. You can't rob a house without first playing with the dog, H2. Because you're so cool. Come here. Because you're the coolest dog I've ever known. I love you too. 
Where's your dad? Where's your dad? She's not up. Leave your garage open. Dad! Where are you? I love you too. (laughs) (laughs) This video is so funny to watch. This is a man in California who was caught on camera. He's still in this man's bike. Now, his garage was open, granted. And he had a lot of bikes in this garage. So I don't know if this guy maybe fixed bikes. I don't know if he sells bikes. But he had a lot of bikes in his garage. This guy, Mosey's in there. The dog comes out. The family has a collie. And he then just starts playing with the dog, asks the dog where his owner is, and is like, yeah, he shouldn't leave his garage open. Then he still proceeds to steal a bike and ride off. He's like the most chill robber ever usually you want to get in and get out this guy camped out in the garage yeah playing with the dog and talking to the dog about how dumb his owner is for leaving the garage open (laughs) and then he was more worried about the dog because the dog started following him he's like no buddy you got to stay here (laughs) which makes you think you know like with all these Death stories that we talk about. Maybe we, you know, me included, it's the wrong approach. Maybe you have like a cute little animal. <laughs> and if people are, you know, going into like, let's take uh, the 7-Eleven and Stockton story. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if you had a cute little koala bear or something, you know, like uh, something <laughs> cute and cut. Hey, like, I don't care how tough you are. Cute and cuddly always wins. Yeah. Right. So this guy's like, hey, man, before you leave, why don't you, you know, like, <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. Mind if I just take a pack of cools? Can I, can I put these cigarettes back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me a hand here, man. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, you don't have to hit me with that stick. I'm out of here. Maybe there's something to these service dogs. Maybe they retrain the service dogs to anti-theft dogs, but instead of tacking people, they lick them. Yeah, deter them from stealing. Because I can tell you right now, the other night when I thought somebody broke into my house, I've got five dogs, and four of them sleep in our bedroom. Uh, three of them sleep on the bed. Mm-hmm. And they're all small dogs, and they're cute dogs. They're girly dogs. Yeah. Right? Milton, back in his day, he was a little bit more of a vicious dog. He'd bite your ankles. But he's still vicious. Now, he's chilled out in his old age. He doesn't have the time. He's <laughs> actually kind of loving now. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm walking around my gun in my house. My alarm's going <laughs> off. I'm on the phone with the security company, and my wife's, you know, horrified, checking on her daughter. My daughter locks the door, puts a chair against the door. Like, so I'm down there, you know, playing cop, and I'm waiting for one of these dogs to come with me and sniff out the bad guy. No, they don't. They're up there snoozing. <laughs> they Did they even hear down. that one? I was like, Toons, what are you doing? What happens to their dog ears? They're supposed to hear that. They're, exactly. Supposed to be up and ready to go. Oh, well, they heard it. <laughs> they they hear they hear an Amazon package being delivered three miles away. Absolutely. Right? You know they hear the garbage guy come, mm-hmm. but not the bad guy. Come. Well, there wasn't a bad guy. We found out it was the adhesive on the tape fellas. <laughs> Maybe they knew. Which <laughs> Maybe they knew. I, felt, I heard that camera fall <laughs> twenty minutes ago. Which, by the way, because it's been so hot, I bet you that's a thing. That people's alarms are falsely going off because the adhesive oh equipment is failing is melting. Yeah, it definitely happened to me. So yeah, I don't doubt. Yeah, it happened to you too. Mm -hmm. Happened to me too. So the gimmick falls off the door or the window. Mm -hmm. It fell off my window. And 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 then the alarm goes off. Mm -hmm. And even now, it's still not like secure. So a a guy has to come out and fix it and give me another one and all all this stuff. It's ridiculous. Well, you can fix it, but I mean, just gotta. Back in the day, well, it depends on what security. Now you have so many options, but back in the day, most of the security systems, they had these little screws, these little 
small little screws on right. each side, and you just drill them into the the door, mm-hmm. which I prefer. These are like are like just stickers that they yeah. stick up in there. Oh, I know. So. I'm there. I got them. Yeah. I got a bunch of them. I got like 25 of them. Dang. <laughs> yeah. And only one failed. I guess you got to be happy about that. And the odds on favor are pretty good for me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll tell you about uh, maybe the next couple of weeks uh, something else <laughs> failing. All right. Well, tonight's the night. What is it? One. One point five billion over that. Oh, 1. and 6, I did not right get a ticket. Well, you still got time. Yeah, it's not like we're working in the afternoon. Oh anymore. yeah, I forgot. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah. I got time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, a couple things with the lottery. Let me ask you. Listen, and this is not just picking numbers, uh, because there is supposedly a system, right? People have different systems, they but there people that win often have a system. Mm-hmm. Do you have a system? I've like I used to be a diehard scratchers person. And there is a guy that I knew that could win at will with scratchers. Really? And he taught me. It didn't. I, I don't think I ever did it, to be honest with you. But he taught me his system. He told me his system. Oh. And, uh, I mean, I'll share it with you and maybe it'll yeah. work for <laughs> Yeah. Teach me. I love scratchers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, I can either confirm or deny, but he said it worked for him. So do you have a system when you go and you pick numbers? I mean, one point. billion. Is that one point? It's not one and a half. I thought it was over one and a half. Well, 1.55. Oh, 1.5. I'm sorry. Okay, so one and a half billion Mm dollars for tonight's Mega Millions. All right, we'll have that conversation. 916 909 0985. You want to be a part of it? Give us a minute here. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you listening. Hope everything's going okay for you on this Tuesday. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey, there's Nikki D, and there is Nelson, uh, and your phone number, 916-909-0985. Tonight, the Mega Millions, uh, over $1.5 billion. I'm sure there's something you could use that for, I'm assuming, when it's all paid. I don't even know what it is if it's paid out. Uh, it's probably just under a billion dollars. You know, you take, what, almost 40%, you know, so 40% of a billion is $400 million. Mm-hmm. So forty percent of this would be about six hundred million. Yeah, you figure you're going to be right around like nine, nine and change. Yeah, well, a little under a billion. Mm-hmm. You know, probably nine and change, right? Uh, which that's fine. I'll you take, take the annuity though, because you'll get more money over. It says the cash option is seven hundred and fifty-seven point two million dollars. Oh wow! Wow! How can you even live on that? Yeah. I'm not even interested now. <laughs> nope. Not going to take me for my two dollars. I'll tell you that. And you that's know, why you take the annuity. You know the last Mega Million, so I was nice, and I thought I was going to get something out of it because I was nice, and there's always a story that has to go behind when you or someone wins. So I go to my 81-year-old neighbor, G.I. Don, and I said, hey, Don, I'm heading up to the store to get some Mega Millions. It's uh, over a billion dollars. And at first he wasn't interested. Then he said, yeah, you know what, uh, Jace, I'll give you, you know, he's one of four people in my life that have ever called me Jace. He's going to give you, uh, let me get you $20. So he comes out, gives me $20. I'm like, oh, I'm in. This is it. He goes, <laughs> He goes. if I win, I'm giving you half. And I believe the man. He would. And I was Did like, you ever find him? I, I, no, I found him, and I've spoken to him since days later. And he's always outside, but he didn't come outside for a couple days. <laughs> but it still has never come up. Oh, he's never mentioned anything about it. Mm-mm. Well, at least the fact that he's come out and he didn't move away says he probably mm-hmm. didn't win. So that's why he didn't mention it. The only thing he said to me was, see my new Rolex. No. <laughs> What? <laughs> and something about if I want to visit this island he just bought. <laughs> That's all I heard. So while your odds of winning the record-breaking jackpot remain the same no matter what, 
Some of these numbers for Mega Millions have been uh, hit more than others. I'll get to that here in a second. So you're thinking, like, there has to be a combination. There has to be a trick to the trade. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like a roulette table. You know, even though people say roulette in a casino is the best odds-on favorite game to play, and you look at the – and you can see the numbers and the colors that have been hit, it's still 38 slots. Right. That doesn't change. doesn't matter where the ball's at. There's still 38 slots. So you still have one in 38, which are good odds. Sure. But you still have one in 38 to hit. That's not going to change. Same with the Mega Millions. All the combinations are the same. You know, the the odds of you winning the jackpot, one in 302.6 million. There's nothing different. Now, the only thing that people do that could change, I mean, people do have algorithms. There's no doubt about that. There's a TikToker that has this long, drawn-out algorithm where he's won He's got over like 100,000 followers on TikTok, and he's won the lottery over 18 times in just one month. It's crazy. Right. But he plays yeah. like pick twos to pick fives or whatever. He doesn't. He's not talking about the Powerball. Right. He said for his system for that, at the beginning of the month, he wants to see the numbers that won in the state, and he used Virginia in the month of July, and they, the numbers were 8, 9, and 3. And uh, so using this mathematical me- method, you guess the numbers that will be pulled and therefore increase your odds of winning. Starts by picking two three-digit numbers at random. So he chose three one seven three six. I don't. Know, it's it's this whole thing. You have to look it up. It's kind of boring. At the end of the day, it's still just random. That's what people don't understand. Like if you were to be asked to make something appear random, nine out of ten people will space everything apart and make it look. Like, oh, this can't touch close to this. This can't touch. True random, things will happen two and three and four numbers in a row. That's why when you look sometimes at these Powerball numbers and these these Mega Millions numbers, you'll see two, four, seven, and then like 39, and then the, the Powerball or the Mega Plier is, is 24 or whatever. But you'll see three numbers that are all grouped together. Yeah, that's true. Well, the number 10 and the number 14 since October 31st, 2017 to last Friday's drawing – has been drawn 55 times. Those are the most common numbers that have been drawn since 2017. I haven't even seen much from the person who just won this last billion dollars here in California. Have have they come out yet? Have you seen anything? I haven't seen a thing. They have to come out. California law, I believe. Mm-hmm. The, the claim it. I've only heard of publicly. two quote-unquote women saying that they won, but there's I've seen nothing concrete that says, here's the person that won those billion dollars. Yeah, I don't either. you think the news would be all over that. Right. Or hunt them down. Maybe they haven't claimed it yet. Well, there was a girl who they had on video who went to the convenience store, and she came out screaming and hollering, crying, claiming that she was the one who won. But since that video, they've put out not a name, not a press release, nothing. Well, if you won, well, they didn't win the billion dollars. You know, because nobody won that last time. No, she's talking, yeah. she's talking about the Powerball winner. The Powerball. Oh, we're talking about Powerball. Yeah. If you won that Powerball, because the per- they were in California, right? They were in yep. California, yeah. yeah. I would hope that you would be smart enough not to go back to the convenience store and tell them that you won. No. Well, that was the video. So that's why people weren't sure if she was, like, just trying to get some clout or if she really won. But they had a video of her going back to the convenience store. And then they interviewed the convenience store, and they said somebody called on the phone and told them that they won, too. But that person was different than a lady who showed up. Again, if you win that kind of money, you don't call, you don't show up, you don't tell a soul. No, I wouldn't. And you go to a lawyer. 
That's what I would do. They say you're supposed to go to several lawyers and then shop around. They say interview lawyers and pick one that you feel most comfortable with. Well, thank God I have friends that are lawyers. Mm -hmm. I would pick up their own call. I already told them. They're in retainer. I just don't pay them anything. (laughs) So the day that I win, you're my first phone call. Statistics professor Rong Chen said in a Q&A article from Rutgers University that any combination has the same odds. Said combinations that other players are less likely to pick, like strong patterns or numbers that are too high to be a birthday, might reduce your chances of having to share the jackpot. Uh, that doesn't make you any more likely to actually win, though. There is another guy that I saw that's won numerous times, and what he does is he kind of he he has partners with a lot of money, and they will go and purchase thousands and thousands of tickets. So they're spending money to reduce their odds. Sure. So if you're buying, let's say, a million dollars worth of tickets, so that would be 500,000 tickets, uh-huh. that's going to greatly enhance your odds of winning. Yeah, but even then, you're still... But it's a gamble, right? It be- is a gamble. Because you still... I mean, even, what is this, one, what did I say? What's well, one in 310 million, you said? So 500,000 tickets? Even that's just a drop in the bucket. Right, exactly. But it enhances your chances. That's why I prefer playing, like, the local lottery. Uh-huh. You know, so these are throughout different states, and mm-hmm. there's Everybody tons play. of people, right? So, like, the ones that are, hey, let's the, the, the Roseville lottery. Sure. Pick one number. You this know. was the first. Pick, this... pick a hand, one out of ten. What the you... last drawing before the previous... Uh... Mega Millions drawing is the first time I ever did that. I played I played all of the lotteries. I didn't win anything, but I played all of them. So the pick pe- three, the pick five. People think that if they play specific numbers instead of doing quick picks, they have better odds as well. That's not true. Yeah, so my stepdad does that. He goes into the convenience store and does the local lottery like almost every other day. And he still writes and scribbles in the numbers. But he hits a lot. They're not large amounts. They're not millions, but... 20,000, 40,000, 50,000. That's that's good. Yeah, I'll take that. Here and there. Yeah. Yeah. $20,000 is bad right now. So. Mm-hmm. Me, like probably a lot of other people, my wife the same way, we have this, for some reason, perception that, you know, don't buy your lottery tickets on the app because they're not as good. You know? <laughs> I love stuff like that. Make sure you're going to you know specific place. Again, my thing is there has to be some type of story. Yeah. So I've already laid the groundwork for this lottery pool. You found oh. you enough a story? I've laid the groundwork. The okay. story has started. Is that we she wanted to stop yesterday, but I said no, let's wait till tomorrow. <laughs> That's the start of the story. Okay. Right? Because when we win, I'll say you remember when you wanted to stop? Mhm. And, and I said wait. I said wait. Thank God we did because then we got the numbers because we waited. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. So it's the start of the story. But now, there, there's still more to the story, whatever happens today, organically. Yeah, you have to figure out what that is. Or I just won't buy the ticket. <laughs> Seriously, if there's no story, you can't. You cannot win the lottery without a story. I'm going back to the cinnamon roll place. A cinnamon roll place has lottery tickets? That's what the Sack B told me to go there because they're like, uh, it's a lucky place. Was and that the place I was talking about? Is, in that story? See, I don't know because I remember you talking about that and then I saw another story and it's like, I walked up thinking that millionaires had come out of there, and there are there are no slouch, but only seven hundred thousand dollars has been won at that gas station. The one that I uh, the that I was reading off was a couple of weeks ago. Sort of the V, I want to say. Yeah, no, this one is like spinners. They sold. Are you I, sure it was a? 
What was it, a strip club? No. Oh, yeah, it's a cinnamon. <laughs> Trust me, I got the cinnamon roll. No girls under, oh, no girls over 85 pounds can work here. Spinners. <laughs> no, spinners is where I went. And it was a really good cinnamon roll. It helped fill the cracks in my heart when I didn't win anything on like the five different lottery tickets I bought. So they sell cinnamon rolls and lottery tickets. Uh-huh. And they're like a lucky lotto like location. So much so that like the California lottery like gives them a special sign. You know how like Budweiser will make signage for places? Mm-hmm. The California lottery has $785,000 or whatever has been won here. And they gave them, it, uh, it says that they're a lucky lotto spot. Okay. Spinners. Spinners. Where's Spinners at? It's in town. Well, you don't want to share your I don't know. I just I would have to go. people to go there. Well, I've given you the name of it and said the cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I literally just don't remember. It's probably not even called. It's like L Spinners. <laughs> Nelson wants it all for himself. <laughs> it's off the all. interstate. It's, I think it's just south of downtown. The, you know, I used to be a big scratchers guy. So when I lived in Florida, I stopped playing when I moved to Georgia because I never won. So I just stopped playing. It was it was horrible. I mean, for like a year straight, I didn't win a dime. In Florida, I'd hit all the time. I mean, not a lot of money, but 100 here, 50 here. But it was fun. You know, you're playing for entertainment. Like mm-hmm. when you go and you gamble, you go to a casino, you, know, you should expect to lose your money. Right. You're mm-hmm. there. You're paying, the experience. You're paying for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Right. If you win, that's a cherry on top. None of us are professional gamblers, right? That's not what you're doing for a living. And the same goes for the lottery, which, by the way, is the purest form of gambling. Drives me insane states that have not legalized gambling, but yet they promote the lottery. Yep. Ga- gambling, by definition, is all chance. Mm-hmm. That's why Texas Hold'em, poker, you go to a poker room, a poker table, that is not considered gambling as deemed by a high-ranking judge in the state of New York mm-hmm. because more cha- uh, more skill goes into poker than chance. It's like 70-30. Sure. And you can fold it anytime you want. Lottery, right. you can't do those things. Right. You just got to uh, put your money in and press your look. Right. Exactly. Basically. So the scratchers, uh, you know, we would buy whole rolls, my wife and I, and then like on a Friday night, we go through a bottle of vodka and we do our scratchers. And then, you know, uh, we won, you know, the next night we'd go out and we'd get some new scratch. It was just like, it was our thing when we first started dating. Um. And, you know, I remember one time I had like a 20, we get like one or two $20 scratchers and, and, and I hit the, the symbol that said I won everything on the board. Oh, how much oh. was that? Only time I've ever done that. I thought that was the night. I was like, $75. I was on the phone with my boss saying, you know what? Things, <laughs> things are about to change. Oh, no. Well, you got to know the amount first. No. He got screwed, didn't he? It was a, a dollar, every one of them. Oh. No. Or maybe five dollars wow. or something. It, it was it was it was silly. The grand prize was not on that ticket. No, <laughs> like if you're gonna do that to somebody, at least pay them out. Yeah, ten k or something. Yeah, give me something yeah. cool. So this uh, this the my friend used to cut my hair. She was in one of those little salon places, and, and the guy that was in the salon next to her, this guy would hit scratchers all the time at will, and, it, and that's how he was able to afford his his haircutting. Business. Oh yeah, what's his trick? So this is I, I'm probably gonna butcher this, but. To the best of my memory, and this was, I'm going to, it was something like he would go into his lucky store, a lucky store that he mm-hmm. knew, like he had already scouted them. Mm-hmm. And because of past experience or other people's experience, like this whole community. And he would, it was either he would buy a certain amount of tickets, scratch them off then, and see, yeah, that's what it was. He would go and he would buy a certain ticket, he would scratch it off and see if he won or where he was at. 
and most likely he would not win. So he would wait in the store until somebody came in to buy the next couple tickets on that roll. And then he would go and buy more. Yeah, I have heard that. And it's a number. They say like every three or six or something like that. But you have to buy it behind the people that have already pulled it off the roll. And then you'll hit. My 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 great aunts were really into scratchers and numbers. She had like this lottery little book where she wrote the stuff in and put them in like a crossword puzzle. And then the book would tell you what numbers you have to go play. And she will win. Somebody told me around the same time. I mean, I was addicted to these things. Like I was, I was more addicted to finding a system mm-hmm. than actually winning the money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I would go to different places. I would talk to different people. I mean, it was it was a thing. It was like a, a kid trying to find a, a GI Joe figure that nobody else could find. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I was. I was just addicted to this. And somebody said it was like you were saying, Nikki. Mm-hmm. Certain numbers because at the bottom they're zero zero one, zero one zero. You know that kind of thing. And they're like, if you get the first one or the last one, it's a guaranteed winner. Right. And really? But you don't know. It's something like that, right, but you don't know. Because you can't ask them to go through and just get, so you either have to buy the whole roll or whatnot. And I remember right after they told me that, I got zero, zero, one. Ooh. I was like, let me get on the phone with my boss again. Winner. <laughs> I was like, no, this one's for real. It's one. not It's not like the other night. <laughs> this one's for real. <laughs> Nothing. I didn't, I didn't think I want a ticket. Damn. I, like, I still want to buy a whole roll. That's what I want. Doesn't that do. sound cool? Mm-hmm. We're supposed to do that um, can, before we left. It's like experiment with it. You guys have pickles where you're from? You know what that is when I say pickles? No. Like the cucumber mm-hmm. that's not a cucumber? No. So, like, <laughs> and maybe it's a Midwest thing, and a lot of times you see it at bars and, like, bowling alleys or whatever, but they're little cardboard pieces of, well, they're little pieces of cardboard, and they have windows on them, and they're essentially like a roll of a slot machine. So they're like between a quarter, you can see some of them up to like two and three dollars, and they're they're in just a vending machine, and you put your money into do 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 do, and then you open up the windows, and then it's like three cherries wins a dollar, or three ghost symbols, and you win fifty bucks. But like my mother and myself have always been super lucky at that, and I haven't been able to find them out here, so I don't think they exist in California. I've, I've never heard of it. Pickle? Pickles? Pickles? They're called pickles. Yeah. I don't even know if I could say that out loud. Oh, it's so fun. Like, hey, Nikki, let's go play pickles. Well, you want to talk pickles. about you want to talk about the feeling of having like an entire roll of uh, whatever scratchers. You go in and take $20 and you'll have 50 of these cards. And then you just sit at the bar and you, just, you open them up. Well, why don't we in this room, mm-hmm. why don't we split a roll? Okay. Of scratchers. I'll yeah. Down. We'll do it three ways. Yeah. Make it cheap. Maybe Mickey wants to get in on it. Uh-huh. Mickey, you want to yeah. get in? She's okay, in. She's Mickey's in. in. You know, that'd be a nice little post-birthday prize for her. Yeah, it would. She wins some moolah. Get herself some new sneakers. Moolah. Or whatever she wants to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe a new outfit. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've already bought too many new outfits. She's got to look good because she's, you know, always on the news. I see her on the news. Right. <laughs> yeah. I saw you on the news there, Mickey. <laughs> She's like, what? Me? Talking with the girls, doing their music. By the way, did a great job, mind you. I was very, very impressed. I thought that was a very good piece. Yeah. I don't know what she's doing in radio. She needs to go do television. Right. She did a great She was on the news for like 20 minutes. Oh, I was like, that's the longest, awesomest interview ever. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Nelson, you need the money. I do. I need the money. Mickey probably needs the money, but one person I know doesn't need the money. Oh, money bags over here. 
Yeah, because Nikki D just received her first big settlement check (laughs) from one of those random letters that we get that says, hey, be a part of a class action lawsuit. (laughs) And I've never seen someone get paid out from one of those, but our very own Nikki D received her first check. Sure did. That's why she doesn't need to win the lottery. I'll tell you that story here in a minute. Hang on. You want to hear something creepy? No one get to how much money you have? Because yes. you're rich. So rich. There, uh, I, I posted a picture yesterday. My wife, as we're still unpacking our house in Roseville, she found the T-shirt I was wearing when we first met. She kept it. Oh, that's cool. Like, she kept it or you kept it? No, she kept it. Like oh, she, wow. Because it, eventually it didn't fit me anymore, so she would. She kept it for, I guess, keepsake. This is mm-hmm. sweet. And, and then she would, like, use it as a sleep shirt. Right. So she still has it. But anyway, she's unpacking. she got all these clothes in her room and stuff. She's putting them all away. And uh, she comes into my, my office. She goes, look what I found. I was like, oh, my God. And it wasn't the shirt. I don't think I was wearing it when we first met, but it was when she first, I mean, she was very aggressive. She was a bad, bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> and this is old school. She came over and she handed me, her, she gave her number to one of her waitresses. She was a GM at a restaurant gave, and, it, and brought it to me. Like she was like, you know, I want you. Give me a buzz. Call me on. Oh. The, call me on the telly. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's how aggressive I mean, this girl is. A little floozy. <laughs> I was wearing that shirt. So anyway, I, I, I put, she was holding it up, and I posted a picture. I said, "This is the shirt I was wearing." You know, whatever social media. This dude that I have never seen on my feed. Now this is uh, on my my uh, fan. Well, I post everywhere, but this was on my fan page, and 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 he goes, uh, "I'd rather look at her her face or her smile or something." And I'm like, I've never uh-huh. seen this guy before. Creepy, bald-headed, like, way middle-aged dude. And I just replied. At first, I was like, what a douchey thing to say. Like, yeah. you, I, I'm assuming you don't know me. You're not a fan. You don't listen to the show. You're just some guy on the internet. But I was like, so I just replied back, and I was like, kind of creepy. And then he replies back, goes, didn't mean to offend. I just love her smile. I'm like, extra creepy. I go, still creepy. You know, and then I was like, "Yeah, you're you're blocked." I just I'm I'm very quick to block people, so I just blocked them. I was like, "Get out of my house!" <laughs> Isn't that creepy though? Yeah, that is it's, creepy. It's it's not a it's not a cool guy move to do to somebody else's wife. No, right? This is this is the instance we were talking about a couple weeks ago where you have to show respect. That is your wife. So in this case, no, you don't get to go on a post and say, "I just want to stare at your wife's face because I love her smile." Disrespectful, right? That or somebody's daughter. You know, you can say, well, she looks beautiful. She's grown up to be a beautiful young woman. There's certain, like, I used to work with this guy that was way creepy. He was an older guy. He still thought he was in his 20s and he could get away with stuff. Creepiest dude you could ever be around, right? Very disrespectful to his wife. And anyway, I had to have a talk with him when I first started working with him because he made a comment about my daughter. Nope. Really? And I was like, it's either I try to work out this relationship so we can do business we're going to put, punch a hole through the dude's face. I was like, you don't yeah. do that. You don't. It's not funny. No, and she was a child. Well, I was going to say, then. when you met this guy, it's the guy I'm thinking of, right? She would have been, what, eight or nine? Yeah. Young, like, very young. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple things that were said. Yeah. Oh. So these uh, settlement checks, like I'm sure most of you listening, right, you've gotten one of those things in the mail. It's just like, hey, you want to be a part of a class action lawsuit? Maybe you've seen the infomercials. You have mesothemonomia or whatever the hell that is. Mesothelioma. Right, yeah, or... Vaginal mesh or whatever those yep. infomercials that come on. <laughs> Transvaginal mesh. That you could jump on this class action lawsuit. Well, none of us believe it. If it's if it's not easy, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. 
I remember back in the uh, the the recession of the mid two thousands when everybody was suing everybody. There's tons of class act, uh, class action lawsuits, especially from some of these lower tier lenders. Uh, I got one in the mail, filled it out. Never heard back. I'm like, these things aren't real. These are fake. They say you should fill out all of them. Yeah, all of them. And just send them back. I know what they say, but the ones that I've ever filled out, <laughs> you don't get them back. Never got anything back. So I'm thinking it's just like some big law firm that just needs as many signatures as possible. Right. Well, Nikki D got one from a Yahoo lawsuit. From a Yahoo lawsuit, yes. They had a breach of contract, which means they leaked our uh, emails out to somebody and they sent the paperwork out. And this one was a little bit a little bit thicker. And it was like, you know, we've had a breach of contract. They've given your email out. There's a lawsuit file. If you want to be involved, fill this paper out, put it back in the mail, whatever. And because of how thick it was, I was like, ooh, this might give me some real <laughs> big coins here. So I feel the paper out. Isn't that the way of life for a woman, though? Yeah. The thicker it is, the more <laughs> promise it has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I fill this one out, put it in the mail. And just like you, I've done this several times. And I've gotten a few little checks back, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Really? None that I've ever cashed because they weren't enough to even take to the bank. So I'm going through my mail uh, last week and I'm pulling out stuff, pulling out stuff and putting it to the side. I'm not paying attention, putting it aside, I'm not paying attention. I go and open up my mail, and I'm getting ready to toss it. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is this? And I open it all the way up, and I have a check. And I'm thinking, who sent me this check? <laughs> you want to guess how much they sent me? 1000 Nelson? 500 I got a whopping $61.08. Wow. Yes. That's better than 1000 that Way is better. better than any amount I've ever received from one of these things in the mail. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm, I, I, I was joking, but it kind of is in a way. It's Why? like, I, I, because the $1,000 you can actually do something with, like uh-huh. $61 is like, I won, Yeah, but there's really not much I can do with it. Uh-huh. But I should still deposit this at least. But you can still, like, say you, you yeah, won. Yeah, I you, did. You, you won. <laughs> Take that, Yahoo. <laughs> you, Nikki D beat Yahoo. <laughs> I got my piece of the settlement pie, okay? That's so how I looked at the it. The lawsuit was because there was a breach mm-hmm. and personal information was leaked. Personal information was leaked, absolutely. And there's, I, I actually that. lost my entire account. Okay, wow. so what I'm trying to understand is that somebody filed a class action lawsuit against Yahoo mm-hmm. because there was a breach, which their personal, which your personal, people's personal information Mine may be also included because yeah. I have a Yahoo account too, or one of my accounts. And so, uh, if if that's a like, how many times has our personal information been tapped into? Plenty of times. Well, plenty of it times. just takes somebody to go file the lawsuit. What was the uh, the big one? Uh, some uh, by Experian. Yeah, I was just about to say that Experian had it. Right. I mean that that can you? Can, no one sued them, did they? I haven't gotten any paperwork yet, so if somebody did, it'll be coming in the mail. My ex-wife ended up as part of one she didn't even have to sign up for because she was a part of the like the scams that had gone on with Wells Fargo. Oh, yeah. Where they were just opening up accounts I and not telling that. people. Mm-hmm. They just sent her a $900 check. Wow. Ooh. Right. Now, that's a good one. I know, and she never had to sign up for it. Dang. I was like, I've been a Wells Fargo customer since like 1983. Where's my check at? <laughs> Are you sure that's where she got it from and it wasn't a cover for the money from if the black was, guy that she cheated on you with? It was a cover. Tyrone. Tyrone. <laughs> <laughs>
it wasn't Wilson. Tyrone is a sugar daddy? No. It looked legit. If Tyrone went to all that trouble, then good on him. Instead, the OG, instead the OG Trudy was like, let me tell you a story. <laughs> you know that well? It was like Miss Doubtfire just looks down at the newspaper and says, Doubtfire? You know Doubtfire? <laughs> Where'd you get this $900 check from? Looks down. Oh, Wells Fargo. Fargo. You, you seen the story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got it. It was crazy. So what are you going to do? You're going to frame it? You're going to cash? You know, <laughs> frame it. By the so, way, you know you don't have to go to the bank. You can mobile deposit on your phone. Well, I have no choice because my bank is not here. Like the closest bank um, to me is an hour plus away. But you can mobile deposit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's what I ended up doing. Normally when I try to mobile deposit it, it does not work. The first time I tried, it didn't work. I tried again. You got to take your thumb off the lens. No, you have to write all this stuff on the back in order for it to work. Oh, that's weird. Let me see. Yeah. Me so see. after I wrote all that on the back, then it worked. That's a good check. I'm still nothing... waiting on that one from Facebook. You saw that one go out, right? No. I don't get invited to any of these parties. There might still be time to sign up for it. Look up Facebook um, class action lawsuit. It may be till the end of August. Oh, I ha- you had to sign up for that one, though? Uh-huh. Oh, they didn't send it in the no, mail? No, I saw it from oh. another like radio guy had shared it one day, and so I went to that link. Also, Facebook, of all places, had a link for a Bumble lawsuit. That one, You guys can't be a part of that. But it was for guys because some guy thought it was unfair that women have to message first. <laughs> oh, I heard about that and one. And so as long as you were a Bumble member, and I was during those times, that's when I met Trudy. The first, OG. Yes. Yeah, that's where I met her was on Bumble. So it was during those years right after my divorce. Oh, so you might be getting your Bumble check, I'm hoping too. for that Bumble bump, you know what I mean? Wow, all at one time. <laughs> yeah. You get it. This is a good check, by the way. Yeah. Uh, this is a really I can. You know, if Nikki D is one of those, I've got to go to the bank and deposit it types of people, uh-huh. I, I I can picture her being like Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act where she dresses up to go to the bank. Why am I always <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg? She's got the big pur- out of control. The purple outfit with the feather and the hat and <laughs> has a big old conversation with a big fountain pen be like, and then tells the story. I like to deposit this check because I was a part of a class action lawsuit. My personal data was breached and me and thousands of others band together and decided to take the man down and it was the people versus yahoo and i led the charge i gotta tell you i led the charge and i'm happy to be here and you probably some offshoot bank just like your cpa you know at like the i have a real bank the people's community credit union (laughs) something like that john's credit union <laughs> Anybody who was a US Facebook user at any point between May 24th, 2007 and December 22nd, 2022 has until the 25th of this month to file their claim as a part of a 650 million dollar class action settlement. Whoa, send me that link. Facebook. I have got to sign up. What was the big what was the big number on this one? Uh, I don't know. I don't Was it si- what was it, it was. 600 million, you know? No, it doesn't say. Because you might get seventy-one dollars. <laughs> right. I don't know how many million this right. was. Remind me to, uh, tomorrow on that. Uh huh. So if I win the lottery tonight, I'm not going to do the Facebook. Fair. You know, I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> I'm going to fill it out regardless. You can never have too much money. <laughs> right. Spoken so, like a true rich person. And what I was worried about is I've got so much personal information. So when I got this check, <laughs> ma'am, I was very. Where do you want me to sign? Right here. Okay. Nikki. D. 
I would like this in 20s, 10s, 5s, 1s, <laughs> and 8 pennies. <laughs> that lady would look at me like I was crazy. <laughs> the, the line's now like 25 deep. <laughs> Everybody's like, Jesus, woman, Man, shut up. Nobody cares about your stupid Yahoo story. There's going to be one person in line be like, I got my check too, 6108. I got the same story to tell when I get up there. I don't know how many people were involved, but the, the Yahoo data uh, settlement was only $117.5 million. Oh. oh, okay. So you'll get seven times this. So $420. Ooh, I'll down. take it. I'll take it. I could take that immediately. Right. Look at that. <laughs> Yeah, so after this, I went to a bigger lawsuit because I knew <laughs> that there was injustice happening. <laughs> so get to know me because oh, I yeah. am the injustice warrior, Nikki D. And this check, $428.56. Retirement funds. Period. Remember last time I was here, I told you about the Yahoo laws. <laughs> Let me tell you about Facebook and what they did to me. <laughs> I pictures all over the place. <laughs> all right, second round. Of, you know, it just takes, that's, she's like one of those old ladies that goes to the bank just for talk. Uh-huh. Just for chitter-chatter. She's <laughs> so lonely. You might see me in a couple months because I've sued X. <laughs> You remember may remember me from such high-profile class action lawsuits as Facebook and Yahoo. As a woman of color, I don't appreciate they take Malcolm's last name and use it on social media. <laughs> sued. <laughs> Consider yourself sued. All right, second round of headlines. Uh, I'm going to tell you where the latest strike is taking place and why people are upset with an Orioles firing. Oh, my God, this is the story of the day, baseball fan or not. The most absurd thing you'll ever hear in your entire life in America. I promise you that. All right. Second round of headlines coming here in a minute. Stand by for news. For today's top two. Headlines. And a big thanks to good guys heating and air. Little do you know, because I didn't, that there could be lots of things wrong up there in that uh, unit. Like dirty fans and all kinds of stuff. I had Jason from Good Guys come out and clean it all out. It runs great. So if you just want them to check it out, give them a call. 530-GOOD-AIR. 530-GOOD-AIR. Good Guys Heating and Air. Nikki D. L.A. may very well shut down today. H3. contract. When do we want it? Now. It was Saturday, July 30th. Let's keep the thing up. A couple of hundred SEIU union members gathered for a march, a practice march, to prepare for what's to come tomorrow. More than 11,000 Los Angeles City employees will participate today in a one-day strike that's going to last for 24 hours. What they're hoping to do, and this is according to Yahoo News, is shut the city down completely. Now, I've been checking for updates so far this morning, and I have not seen anything that's telling me that they've stopped the city from being able to function. Uh, the message they said they're sending is that our workers are just fed up. They've reached a breaking point, and we need these folks in the city to come back to the table for the good of the city. The man is at fault. You know, for years, and in, in the pandemic definitely didn't help this, mm -hmm. because during the pandemic, we all learned that there are other ways to do things outside right. of the traditional way that we've all been programmed to do things. Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And the Internet definitely hasn't helped the man's call, uh, the man's cause, 
because people have learned that they can make money numerous ways on the internet. Without even going out of their house. Without even going out of their house. So people just don't want to be mistreated anymore. Mm -hmm. They want to be heard. I was watching something on the news that not since 1965 has there been such a high percentile, 71%, the same it was in 1965, of people that want to be a part of or make a union. Mm-hmm. You know, and stand up for them. To stand up for them. Yep. Even if you got to pay your dues, they want somebody to stand up for them. I, I did a big post last night uh, on my social media that I know rubbed some people the wrong way, but it was the truth. You know, there's these two radio guys in Detroit that work for my former employer, and uh, they're being sued by that 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 radio company because they they couldn't work out a deal on their contract, so they go and they do a podcast, mm-hmm. the very similar show. Now, in this business, it's a very gray area where podcasting, if you do a podcast that's the exact same thing as what you're doing on the airwaves, that's a no-no. You can't, they, they don't want you to, there's no point to do it because you're taking away, you know, from, from, what, you're doing on from, air. What, from what you're doing on the air. <clears throat> but that's why you'll see a lot of radio people, including us, eventually there's some ideas that I want to put on our feed uh, on the Odyssey app as well as thebaileyshow.com that's outside of what this is. But when I went to full-time podcasting, this was the type of show that Nikki and I were doing. Right. You know, in, you know, preparation of coming to do something like this, you know, coming back to this, if I even wanted to come back to it. So they guys went off and did a podcast. Now they're getting sued because in radio contracts, if you have a basic contract, you do not negotiate it, Mm -hmm. then it says now podcasting is a direct competitor terrestrial radio. It does. Uh, You have to get that in there. My last contract with that former employer, I said- Look, the day I get terminated, I can continue to podcast because I knew it wasn't long. Either I'm quitting or you're firing me. Right. You know, and I did that. And I was able to explain and keep my audience from that radio station. Even here in Sacramento, that audience still listens on the Odyssey app or the BaileyShow.com. Every single day. Right. So that's the problem. My point is, it's not about me, but my I'm giving you an example of what's happening to workers. They're finding alternatives they're finding other ways to do things outside of what we were traditionally programmed to think and do and the man can't handle that right so now they're getting the biggest receipt of saying hey suck it up (laughs) this is all you're getting you're not getting you're not getting a raise this year even though uh, inflation is well over three percent oh my gosh it's out of control i don't know how they are expecting people to live eat feed their families with what the cost of living is versus what people are being paid and then in some of these instances where they're striking they're striking because not only are they not being paid fairly but they're working in conditions where they're very understaffed so now that's more work on them right i've always i've always Subscribe to the theory is to make your people happy, even if it means you taking a hit. You know, I did that with my, my the podcast project. I had six people that worked for me. You know, I could have easily kept all that money, uh, but I didn't because I, I I needed their skill level. I needed I needed Nikki D. I couldn't do it without Nikki D. I needed you know some of the other people that were on the project with us. Couldn't do it without them, mm-hmm. right? And bigger companies are like. Pfft, you think I'm giving up my $5 million bonus, which I'm getting for nothing, like doing nothing? Mm-hmm. Because these people, the low people on the totem pole, are actually getting me this bonus? Yeah, they don't want to do and they that. they don't want to relinquish that power or that money. Mm-hmm. And now they're getting the receipt. They're finding out that, oh, man. We can't do this job if all these people don't come to work. Are you serious? You guys are shutting down Los Angeles? Yep. <laughs> you know, that's a thing, right?
And imagine 11,000 people can shut down a city that has 4 million people in the city proper. You know, there's a there's a there's a fine line because I know there's a mindset. There's a fine line of saying, oh, you're you're whiny baby bitches. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of whiny baby bitches. Sure. You know, it's not that I, I subscribe to the old school mentality. Like, look, you're going to have to take some shots. Not everything is going to go your way. You have a job. <clears throat> you're getting money. You're putting food on the table. Move forward. Stop your bitching. But then there's the being taken advantage of. And there's a lot of people that get taken advantage of. And they don't speak up for themselves. So I'm happy to start to see things like this take place to maybe uh, push people for change. And you don't have to strike in order to get the change. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like the the last resort, hopefully. Right. You Should know. be the last resort. I just my thing is I hope Amazon workers never strike because <laughs> I get, oh, they're going to eventually way too many packages. And that's why I. They better keep them happy because if not, they're going to be up next on a totem pole. I want to do something nice for the distribution center across from my house in Roseville. (laughs) Every time I drive by, I roll down my window. You guys are doing great. Great work. Keep it up. Keep keep it up. Come to my house. I give you water, iced tea. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure those guys are happy. All right, next story. If you get factual Oreo stats, you might be fired afterwards. H4. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series. Now, that was the audio that allegedly got uh, Orioles announcer Kevin Brown suspended after he announced this game where he – uh, rattled off the stats and things that had happened that were factual to the game. He didn't make up anything. Uh, according to Awful Announcing, he's been off the airways since the end of that series. Yeah, he's been suspended. He wasn't fired, but he's been suspended indefinitely. And I've not, I've never seen anything like this. I don't think you have either. What does suspended indefinitely <clears throat> mean? That doesn't mean fired? No, it means that he's suspended until further notice. I mean, mm-hmm. he's okay. not, not been fired. If he was fired, they'd say he was fired. Okay. But I've never seen anything like this. The guy just gave facts. It wasn't opinion. I mean, this is like your your stereotypical sportsy Sports, mm-hmm. announcer guy. Doesn't look like his voice. Right. You know, but he's well-respected in the business. And so respected that another game was going on after this news came out, and the Mets broadcast team addressed it and called the Orioles organization out. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, like if you go on, like especially Twitter, you'll see all these people – I mean, big-named people, especially in the sports world, going after the Orioles' management. There has to be some type of explanation for this. The guy did nothing wrong. I mean, we're talking about like, – go back to the Jamie Foxx apology yesterday. You know, Nikki was defending Jamie Foxx by saying, look, it's factual. You know, the people that killed Jesus were Jewish, right? They were. It's, it's, a, rough, it's a rough thing to say out loud, and it's uh-huh. a rough thing to hear on the ears, right? Mm-hmm. He, did, he wasn't trying to get biblical, even though – he was biblical. Right. He was referring to something else. Right. But technically, it's factual, right? It is. You know, you you didn't think he needed to apologize for it. No, because I didn't. It, it, there's there's no he's not lying. Right. It wasn't an opinion or something he wasn't like lying that. And right. I don't feel like he was taking shots at a group of people. But he did. He did apologize. He ended up apologizing. Yeah. This guy, very similar, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not in the same words. Just showing facts. He shelled facts. And I listened to the audio several times. I was trying to figure out, like, well, what did he say wrong? He did not say anything wrong. I know. I went back through it, like, five <laughs> times. I'm like, did he, like, drop the N-word? Or... Right. <laughs> did, 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 he, 
that like he didn't even use words that were maybe I think or supposedly or mm-hmm. maybe I mean they were just all he was re- he was literally <laughs> reading he had to have been reading the teleprompter right because he was reading the board he was reading what the the images on the screen were this is what happened on this day at this time in this game well and That's also what he said. have you ever seen one of those prep things that they have for games like this yes it's uh, just this because I've done them oh so it's yeah you know that's this huge book of just stats. Mm-hmm. Stats for everything you can think of. Yeah, and and you know if you're gonna fire him, don't fire him. I, I guarantee he wasn't ad libbing that. Right, no. he didn't write it. That was written by his producer. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. So, and his producer has to get direction from an executive producer. You know, so there's somebody else that's pulling the strings for these guys. The only ad lib that these guys do is in game. Right. But how are you upset that he's what? saying that the team lost if they lost? Like, what do you want him to figure out something to make up about what the team did? I, I The only thing I can think of is the Orioles are on such a heater this year. It's just a remarkable year for this team that's been horrible. Because I grew up an Orioles fan. The old Memorial Stadium. Oh, say Ken. And so maybe they want to keep it all very Orioles positive and not mm-hmm. bring a, any negative of what actually happened. Okay. So... <laughs> You that's gotta the, write it different. That is the only thing I can think of. Or they just really hated this guy. Right. <laughs> and they were finding some way to get him out. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, but does that warrant him being suspended, though? No. Because then that puts us again at, a, at the same argument I was saying yesterday where, well, what can we say? Well, what it does is makes the organization look silly. Mm-hmm. It gives a totally new dimension to what you can and cannot say. On the internet. Yep. Like, now you can't even say things that are real. Nope. <laughs> you can't even state facts. But in a, in a world full of fake news, you can't even say anything real now. <laughs> you know, so that gives a new dimension, sets a precedent for that. Yeah, it does. You know, so, and it takes off of the success from the the, ma- the manager and the players and the hard work that those guys have put in to this year's team. Now mm-hmm. everybody's talking about silly stuff right. versus talking about their play and how well they're doing. All right. Sac Republic, they're doing well. We had Coach Mark Briggs on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Nelson's going out today to kick some soccer balls, see out of, out of 10 balls how many he can get in the goal. Coach will be back on with us tomorrow, but they got the big 10th season celebration game going back to Hughes Stadium. That'll take place on the 26th of this month. Uh, I got a pair of tickets right now, and they're going to beat up on Orange County SC if you want to go. This will be a sellout thing. If uh, you go back 10 years and look at some of the footage from their inaugural game or season, they even were blown away by how much support Sacramento gave the uh, club there. So, uh, 916-909-0985. We're going to play a round of Order Up. I need two players. I'm going to give you a piece of audio. Within that audio, there are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. You're going to order them up, oldest to newest, in a category, movies, music, what have you. I'll give you the category. All right? Not the hardest thing in the world to do for some great tickets. Nikki D is going to help you out along the way. Yes, I am, and I'm great at this game. Yeah, I know. Uh, accidentally. You're, yeah, you're accidentally great. You're Mr. Magoo. You're oopsie the best. Yeah. 916-909-0985. Do need some players, and we'll do order up and give out these tickets here next. They can't spell the word chronological, but they're pretty sure it means to put stuff in order according to year. They're not in the right order. Get this in order. Think you can do that? Let's find out. Because it's time to play Order Up. 
All right, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. And uh, I need another player. We had an oopsie. So, I think we got Mike. Mike, you're there, right? Yes, sir. All right, we need to get you some competition. And while we wait, I'm not going to go into what happened, but while we wait to see who wants these tickets for Sac Republic. You just, what? Yeah. Sorry. Are you a soccer guy? I I can watch it. Yeah, all right. Well, but you don't play it. Sounds sounds like you're excited for these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. We need another player to uh, try to beat Michael in Sacramento for order up. The game is where you'll hear a piece of audio, and then the, within the audio, there are three pieces of audio labeled A, B, and C. Uh, you just have to put those in the correct order, oldest to newest, and I'll give you the category. Up for grabs, tickets to Sac Republic and their game at Hughes Stadium. Uh, it's going to be a 7.30 start time against Orange County SC. Uh, this is their 10th season celebration, and they're playing the game there at Hughes Stadium at Sac City College where they played their first few home games in 2014. Did you know that, Mike, all this about Sac Republic? I did not. Yeah, it's very interesting because – Soccer has absolutely, you know, I'm not a huge soccer guy. You know, I kind of grew up on the whole American football, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the, the the soccer thing, it just blows me away. The fan base, we had Coach Mark Briggs on yesterday. I was like, what is the popularity with this thing? And he's just like, I, it's just, it's blown up. And when Sacramento loves their soccer, that first, that first game at Hughes Stadium was ridiculous. So anyway, that's the ticket up for grabs. Uh, we're screening everybody here so just give me a second mike and then and then we'll get everybody to go and rock and roll i right, just put them through and i can i can take them from there mike i know doesn't even want competition i'm sure do you <laughs> you're like nope. you're like dude just don't worry give about the, the other person give me the stuff just put them on hold yeah, mickey yeah, i'll take them hold. just put them on hold just put them on hold just put there we go all right and your name is adam adam you there yes all right adam how's it going good you know how to play the game, or do I have to go over it again? Adam? Uh, I don't really know how to play it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, no, I, not really. Okay, no worries, no worries. You're going to hear a piece of audio. Within that audio, there are three pieces, labeled A, B, and C. Nikki D is going to help both of you guys out, you and Michael, Adam, all right? There's going to be a category, like okay. the first one's going to be stoner comedies. You'll have about 60 seconds to order them up, oldest to newest. That's all, real easy. And I got the Sac Republic tickets up for grabs, Okay. Okay. Okay, very Sounds cool. Good. If you got any questions along the way, feel free to ask. There's never a dumb question because Nelson always asks them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and right. I'm a great player. Don't and, worry. And Nikki's a, a, kind of a good player. Thank you for saving me there. <laughs> All right, Stoner Comedies is the first one, and this is for Michael. If he gets it right, he gets a point. If not, Adam, you get to steal, so pay attention. Here we go, A1. Hey! You got a tattoo! <laughs> so what did you do? No. <laughs> Oh, dude, what does my tattoo say? Sweet! What about mine? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet! What about mine? B! That game is fun! Oh my god! A new high score! What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What does that mean? Can I break it? Thurgood, Brian, Kenny, and Scarface. Just feel like you're floating? This weed is fantastic! Their job stick. You suck. All right, Stoner Comedies, Michael, Nikki D, 60 seconds, order them up. Okay, um, 
A. First one is where my car is A. A is dude, where's my car? Yeah, and I was grandma's boy second one. Was B? And you said B is what? Is grandma's boy. Grandma's boy? Okay, I put a video game movie. And uh, C is uh, half baked. I would go A C B. Oh, you're good. Okay, so I have Dave Chappelle <laughs> down there. You said C half baked. And what you what order you say it's in? You want to go with? A C B is where I would go. A C B. Oh, A. So you think, dude? Where's my car? Is the oldest? You don't know, Nikki. I'll See, just... I I I know. I don't know Grandma's boy, but I know, dude. Where's my car? Half baked. Okay, so don't tell me I don't know. Okay, then what's your answer? I'm trying to see what he said. He said ACB. Okay, I'll go with that. ACB, you want to lock that in? Lock it in. All right. This is how much Nikki knows. That's wrong. That wasn't what I said. That's what he said. You, you agreed didn't say with anything. That. You didn't say anything. Because y'all didn't give me a chance to look at it. Now let me look at it. 60 dude. seconds is up. All right. Oh Adam, for the steal, ACB is incorrect. Hey, Adam, do me a favor and turn I your radio half down. Baked, I think half-baked. Is the oldest. Oh, I'll turn my I think Half Baked is the oldest, and so then I. I think um, Blaze of Glory. Blaze of Glory is the newest one. There the, isn't the new Blaze high of Glory. One, I think it's Blaze of Glory. Oh no! Oh, no no oh, no! So, so it is okay. So okay. So this is what I think. Now, I give me a second to look at this. All right, <laughs> Half Baked. I do agree with you. Is the oldest, which is C. Then I think Do Where's My Car is next, which would be A. Hmm. And Grandma's Boy was B. I don't. I have no idea what that is. So I think that's the I newest agree, one. I agree. I agree with you. So I'm gonna say I'm C going with A you. B. Oof. All right. Again, Nikki D knows what she's talking about. You agree with that, Adam? C A B. I love C-A-B, this. I agree. I love this part of the game. Are you sure you want to lock that in? Yep. Is it right? That's correct. Ah, let's go. Come on, bro, I know what I'm talking about. Give me a time to look at. It. I think I heard a Dave Chappelle in there. Yeah, she was one. Then Dave Chappelle was one of them. Okay, <laughs> he wasn't half baked. Uh, yes, he was. Adam, you uh, are on the board with one, and the board is yours. The next topic, next category, soundtrack songs. All right, All right. Adam. Soundtrack Ooh. songs. Here we go. B one. It's got such a great beat to this. Oh song. my god, I love that song. All right, soundtrack songs. Adam, Nikki D, 60 seconds. Go, order them up. Okay, so uh, A <laughs> was Dave Hit the Chappelle. Road Jack. I know that's Ray Charles. And B was Shake, Shake, Shake. That's Beetlejuice. And then C. Um, I'm lost. <laughs> oh, you're lost on all of them or you just lost on C? <laughs> I'm lost on pretty much all of them. Okay, Adam, you lost on all of them. So C. Uh, was, I'm going to go with you, Nikki D. <laughs> all right, C was something about listening up and it was like a techno sounding song. I don't know what this is soundtrack to. I don't even know what that song particularly was. So I'm going to go with what I think is the oldest soundtrack. Uh, Beetlejuice or Ray. Beetlejuice was the oldest. So I would say B-A-C. Bam. That's what I would say. All right. Adam, you agree with that? Locking yeah, that in? That sounds right to me. Yeah. Well, it 
What'd you say? We said BAC. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> no, that's okay, not wait, right. Okay, wait, wait. So man. now, no, Michael, wait. you get to steal. It's not BAC. I would go ABC. Nope. This this is why I went wrong, Michael. I know for a fact, I think for a fact, because C does not sound old. I don't know the song, but it doesn't sound old. I know. I think it's a Buffy song. I know that Beetlejuice is older than C. So I think we just got to flip around the A and the C. Instead of B-A-C, I think we got to do B-C-A. B-C-A. I mean, we, we go with what you want, but that's where I think we went wrong. I think we just got to flip those two around. Because I know Beetlejuice is the oldest. And right. Do you know what C was, Michael? C is a Moby song. I just It's pretty new. I, I, right. It, all right, need, I, need an answer. Charles is older than Moby, and so is the Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice seems older. So B, what do you say, B-A-C? No. B- I said B-C-A. Nikki says B-C-A. B-A-C has already been taken, and that was wrong. I need an answer, though. You want to go with A-B-C. What is it? A-B-C. A-B-C. Going against what Nikki's saying. You want to yeah. lock A-B-C in, sir? Sure am. Yeah, that's wrong uh, no points the answer bca okay. by the way i failed to mention before stoner comedies half baked 98 dude where's my car 2000 grandma's boy 2006 for soundtrack songs jump in the line by the great harry belafonte from beetlejuice 88 got that name of the game crystal method blade 2 2002 that was a little tough because uh, nobody saw blade 2 Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> Ray Charles, Ray, 2004. God, Wesley Snipes arrested, so somebody saw it. Give you give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. The Ray was a tricky one when I threw that in there. Ray, Ray was, was not the tricky. easiest out of that all of them. That was very easy. Well, but if, you, if you're just thinking of how old the song is and not thinking about the movie Ray. No, you're wrong. You know, Nikki and I are right. James Fox, Mike Duke. All right, Michael, the board is yours either way, so you can still tie it up here. The category video games. Video games is the category. Here we go. C1. A. Scorpion wins fatality. Good to see you, Master Chief. Things aren't going well. Cortana did her best, but we never really had a chance. A dozen Covenant Superior battleships against a single Halcyon-class cruiser. C! Petrovich! Rugliata! O'Neill! From downtown! He's on fire! All right, there we go. Video games. Michael, Nikki D, order them up. Okay. I'm lost. I'm lost on video games because I like women and work. So. <laughs> okay, Michael. That's awesome. Well, here we go. I know A was Mortal Kombat, <laughs> B um, was Battleship, and C was the basketball game. Basketball. Uh, NBA Jams. NBA Jams is what it's called. Basketball game. All right. So the oldest one. Ooh, this is tough. You're going the best from ColecoVision? Basketball. Basketball. All right. I think that I feel like Battleship is the oldest one, though. Or is it Mortal Kombat? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to say Mortal Kombat is the oldest. A. And then mm, Battleship. Okay. ABC. I think I'm going to say ABC. A, Mortal Kombat. B, Battleship. C, NBA Jam. ABC. Right. 
Uh, Michael, is that uh, what you want to go with, ABC? You know, I didn't go with her last time, so I'm going to uh, learn from my mistakes and go with her this time. Yeah, the tricky part is you're wrong, so I don't know what you're going to do next time. <laughs> Adam for the steal, control the board, and to be up 2-0 as we start to run out of time because we had some phone issues. What do you got? Uh, I think I think the oldest one is probably Mortal Kombat. So then we just flop it around. You, did you ACB? And then what? Uh, what's what's C is Battleship C? Is that's that's no, the second Battleship one you're is B and C is NBA Jams, a basketball game. So I think we just flip it and do ACB. Yeah, ACB. Yeah. And you want to lock that in. You want to listen to Nikki D on video games where she's butchering all of them. Let's lock it in. I'm not butchering all of them. You I are know correct. Some of these are right. You, you are right. You're not butchering. I apologize. Oh. Just most. Of them. <laughs> ACB is correct. Yes. Woo! <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mortal oh Kombat '92, NBA Jams '93, Halo '2001. What is that? Not Battleship. Battle like the ship. biggest game for the Xbox. F- Master Chief. Yeah, I left in Master Chief and a Cortana. Master Chief is someone in the Navy. Okay, well, he's ship. also a giant Marine in the future Navy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, looking at the time, unfortunately, we have to cut this one short because of the issues we had. So, Ma, we're, oh, no, it's hold on. It's tied. We got to oh. do one more. Sorry, Michael's not Adam and Adam's not Michael. We got to okay. do one more. We got to do one more. All right. So this is it. It's for all the marbles. And, Adam, you have control of the board. All right? So if you get this right, you it's win. Oh. What? It's tied. I know. Adam, this next one is yours. Oh. If you get it right, you win. If you don't, Michael wins. Mm-hmm. Right? That's it. That's okay. great. The category, things white people do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I said, listen up, Adam. <laughs> what is the sound of mayo? <laughs> Riverboat brawl. That's the, <laughs> that's that's really the newest. Uh, I'm making that a category. I am making that a category. I, I thought I had two right answers, though. I didn't know how it's tied. I thought I had two right answers. Mm, now, now, Adam, Adam, I don't have any. Uh, what, am I off here? What's good? What, I have them yep. one and one. You have them one and one because nobody got the, the middle one. Right. Yeah. I had we got we got more we got the first one I thought we got the first one and then and then the last one. Uh, well, but he had none. I thought. Colin, you're counting the question. Um, I can go back and listen, but are I you can't. not paying attention? What What do you mean? Am I not paying attention? You're the He's producer. A, I'll, I'll concede. I'm He's winning. What? He's winning. Yeah. Adam's He's right. winning. <laughs> Adam's winning. Okay. okay, that's what I thought. Adam there wins. we go. Then Adam wins. Boom. Maybe I can get a participation you got, award. You got three idiots on the radio right now that can't keep score. You got Dumbo over here looking off into outer space. Nikki can't count, neither can I. So You should just give me tickets anyways for being honest. Uh, you know what? If I had them, I would. You guys should too since he's so honest. <laughs> How about you guys go together and you can oh, have you an go. honest time right. at the Sac Republican. You should get a ticket. Right. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Please. Thank you. How did we get that wrong? Because somebody got, I thought that somebody got it wrong, but he got both of them right. I don't know. I got wrong, I wrong, had, wrong. I thought we had two of them that were wrong. You are not in this conversation. You are not writing anything down. Well, no, I'm not writing anything down because I'm touching. Calm down. Relax. 
Yeah, that is what happened. This is why Tinder dates don't go back out with you because when you get in question, you get all high-pitched. That is what happened because the second one, nobody got a point because he went against me and said yes. ABC. That's what I thought. So that's why each of them only had one point on my paper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I will know usually I'm not call crazy. you out when I think that there's something amiss. But if they want to give up the tickets to one another, then they've done that. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but we were right. I'm busy. <laughs> Trying to do this game. We I don't know. were right. They did not get a point. I can't keep the, the, the numbers accurate. So. Yeah. All right. Numbers were accurate. So, there we go. Order up. Not the best one I think we've ever done. So, we'll, we'll, we'll do better next Tuesday, hopefully. I promise. Uh, Google, making it easier for you, possibly. You know, I've always wondered, as a Gen Xer, the thing in when I was younger going into the bars, you'd see the g- girls' pictures on the urinals, you know, mm-hmm. flashing. And then now those women are mothers, grandmothers. Like, did they ever want to go back and get those pictures? Especially if they stayed in the same town where the picture was taken. Now it's a little bit different, right? Because the the younger generations are posting them online or somebody's hacking into their phone Mm -hmm. or they're sending it to them. Like, these kids in school don't realize that their digital footprint is going to be forever and ever. Mm -hmm. But Google is now making it easier for people to remove their nude search results tell you about that here in a minute hang on i don't think as a gen xer my mother who's a boomer and for those around my age i guess if you think about your parents i mean at least that i know of they weren't taking dirty pictures no our grandmother didn't even have a camera right i don't know if my parents i mean they had a camera in my later life but no I mean, I'm sure that it existed, right? I mean, mm-hmm. somebody Polaroids. had somebody had to have done it, but it's nowhere near. Not as, like it is now. Well, it has it happening now, mm-hmm. or even you know the Gen X days for for me, like the example that I gave before break is was is the go to, right? Is uh, for getting Sarah Marshall, you go to the yep. urinal and you see the collage of pictures, yep, and you see all the booby pictures and fla- flashing was a thing. That's why I was so surprised when we went to Nickelback. And women were flashing, unsolicited. They were flashing. I was like, "Yeah, I thought that was long gone. But the Me Too killed that. Nope. And I was like, thank God bringing something of normalcy back to this world. <laughs> That's my first time ever seeing that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I slept so well that night. You know? <laughs> and for all the boobs you saw at the concert? Well, you know, it wasn't about me seeing boobs. I've seen boobs plenty of times. It was just about some fun. Yes. Like people not taking things so seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the boobs. It, it, the boobs didn't hurt. I mean, it, like no. definitely softened the blow. Yes, but it's the the normalcy. In my opinion, that's normal to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Google is making it easier for you to remove any you know sexually explicit photos, um, stuff like that. You know, because I, I must. I know there's a lot of you right now that have done it. You know, the worst thing you could do is start dating some guy and you want to turn him on and you send him some dirty pics. And uh, and then you guys break up, and you're thinking that he's going to be a stand-up guy. I promise you, he's showing somebody. Absolutely, all the time. His friends, his homeboys, and that's how you know when someone gets mad at you and they pop up with a picture that you're wondering, how did they get? Right, and, and I don't know how you track revenge porn, right? I know it's illegal and it's bad and you shouldn't do it, and I agree with that, and it's, it's a horrible thing. But if you've got a dummy account, you run it through, like, what is it called, an onion or something? Yeah, or like a... a, a can't think of it off the top of my head. You're right. But you post it. Nobody knows where it came from. Mm-mm. You know, and then it's just out there forever and ever. So Google has launched a form online where you can let them know if there's an intimate photo of you online uh, that you'd like to have removed. I want that job. 
Right. I want that job at Google. <laughs> I want to read through those. Would. I want to read through those forms, uh-huh. and then really, you're sending me the pictures. Right. You are to say, hey, find this picture in the Google world. Mm-hmm. I think this is good, especially for like now these young young kids that are out here having these images of themselves posted online because they don't understand the ramifications of doing stuff like this that you can now get them removed because I had a very close friend of mine that I had to tell her that I came across a picture of her daughter on Instagram. Oh, wow. Like, yes. Like a dirty picture. Completely new. Oh, I remember this. Yes, and it was a big to-do. Yeah. She had to go to cops, schools. Uh, it was a whole big ordeal. So the fact that you can now personally also reach out to have these images taken down, especially when it's your underage child, I think this is great. There's one big caveat for this. It won't work if you consensually uh, have done uh, business with like, like the naughty websites. Okay, so like a Pornhub or something, or if you have an OnlyFans. OnlyFans. Oh yeah. And you're making money off of your images. You just can't reverse course and say no. I want this taken down. Like like the the, the o- lady. The OnlyFans. So I I am fascinated with the OnlyFans uh, business uh, setup. I, I really I think it's. I think it's just interesting, you know, and not that I'm a pervert or anything. I'm like far from that guy, but I just think it's interesting that you take regular everyday average, let's just say women in particular, mm-hmm. and they, you know, working whatever jobs and are just sick of it. They dig into this side of them that they know they have that just never touched on it. And they have an OnlyFans account and now they're making a million dollars a month. Right. And, and and I know people on OnlyFans that are doing that. But we're not talking supermodel type women. We're talking Average women, at, at best. Right, I was gonna say all of them yeah. ain't even average. <laughs> yeah, and and one of them that I had kind of befriended, uh, just through the business, not like personal, but just through the business. You know, she was she was making tons of money. She was doing some naughty things on there, and she was stacked, and and she was very sexual and sensual and all that kind of stuff. And she was open about it. Very open, and and that's what I like. I like the openness. Right. And she reached out to me not that long ago, actually, since I've been in Sacramento. She was like, hey, can you take down my stuff? And I was like, yeah, why? And yeah, she, we asked her to come talk to us about it, yeah, right? I said, well, come on and talk to us about it. I want to know why. I'm just curious. Again, it's all about the story. And she goes, because I'm moving on with that part of my life. Well, look, here's the deal. You know, if you made a mistake and you sent a photo because you were, you know, dumb and naive and, and whatnot and it got out there or somebody did this revenge porn... You've got every right to go after it and go after them. Mm-hmm. But if you have made money off of OnlyFans and you chose that lifestyle, mm-hmm. you can't go back to everyone that's either supported that lifestyle or even OnlyFans and say, hey, look, I want to erase that portion of my life. You made that decision. And that's what Google's saying. People who've done things like that, they're not going to take it down because you made money off of this. There's a couple years of my life that I'd like to erase. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> there's no form online for me to erase those no, years. No, no, no. So uh, there's no, there, I, I just, that's not going to happen. This has to be a personal photo, not a commercialized one. The new policy could also work in cases of revenge porn, but Google already had things in place for people like that. Uh, this is just an expansion of those kind. What was the story of the guy? We had the mother on, the lawyer. She was like, the, I don't want to say the whistleblower, but she was spearheading the operation. It was a, I think it was a Netflix documentary. And there was a guy in the early days, early days of what website was it? And he was getting women to send him stuff. 
and then he would post it, ridicule them, and he made a name for himself. He was like, really? oh, it's called the uh, Internet's Most Hated Man. Okay. And I, I forget the guy's name. And then, then, they, then they found out that he had somebody starting to hack into girls' emails and start to find these pictures, and he would post them on his site. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking Hunter about. Hunter Moore is his name. Hunter yes, Moore. Hunter, that's his name. I was right. looking it up right now. This guy, wow, what a piece of work. The website was called Is Anyone Up? Is Anyone Up? Mm-hmm. And the, he messed with the wrong girl because her mother is a big to-do. I think a California girl, too. And her mother was like, uh, her, fa- her mother was married to a lawyer or something. This woman went after him. She did. She wanted that for her daughter off and down. And got him shut down. Yep. Totally shut down. And she was very interesting to talk to about this, like what she had to go through to defend her daughter, mm-hmm. you know, and her daughter and her daughter took pictures in the comfort you know, of her own bedroom and she had just saved them on her computer. She didn't send them to anyone. Right. He would have a way that he would get their computers and then he would put them on his site and he wouldn't take them down. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, that, yes, there's a chance somebody can hack you, but yeah. it's, it's your decision if you if you want to do those types of things. I mean, I have things on my computer, like old pictures, and I've never thought about somebody hacking me and putting them on the Internet. Old pictures of you or of old people? Both. You have old, you have old pictures of old naked people? Not old, old people, but people. old people I've dealt with in my past. Previous. <laughs> oh, previous people. <laughs> previous is the word you're looking for. Not old people. <laughs> I walked into this locker room one time, and I saw this 98-year-old woman. It was the sexiest prune I had ever seen. I just had to get pictures. Do old no. ladies let it hang out in the gym locker room like old guys do? No. Okay. No, not at all. I almost oh. never see women naked in a locker room, ever. They go in the stalls. You, if he's over 70, you're going to see some balls. If, yeah. I, if, I, <laughs> if I'm in the locker room at a gym and I see some, some kid trying to secretly take a picture of some old guy, I'm I'm putting him in a locker. That yeah. drives me insane. I hate that stuff. Yeah, you know, it's the old dude. He's at the gym. He's trying to work out. Get uh-huh. out of here, kid. All right, leave I would him alone. beat the schnizzles out of that little punk. <laughs> drive me. I because <laughs> I've seen kids. I, I I've I, I can just look at their face and they're looking at dudes. And I'll like I'll I'll go in between them and do my thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of block the view. Oh, okay. So they won't put, like, put them on the internet. I was like, don't even get to that point. You pull yours out too and just show them big old bush. Well, I know they don't have a zoom to get in on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a good blocker. Like, is that guy a Ken doll? What's, what is that? There's nothing there. I don't see anything. He's a C blocker of another variety. But have you ever wondered, like, if you're, if our our parents' generation, the Boomer generation, uh, or no, 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 the Gen X generation that did the the pictures, mm-hmm. right? I mean, people our age, well, my age, I guess. If if they if they ever got it back or wanted it back or worried like if their kid would see it. You know, like in, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, the you know, Jason Siegel uh, goes and gets the picture of um, Mila Kunis, right? Mm-hmm. But the guy, she's like, he's here to kill you. You, yep. you. you can't mess with it. And he finally gets it back, obviously. Spoiler alert. But there are some places that, like, don't mess <laughs> with the collage. Yeah. And I, you know, like, I can remember back in the day going into a bar and seeing the collage and going, I know that girl. And then going years later and going... And she just had a kid. What? Dang. You know, I'm going, wow. In the bar. Wonder if, you know, wonder if she's okay with this. Huh. They probably Does don't even, even remember know? those pictures are there, though. Like, you're young and wilding in a bar. You got a picture posted up there. They probably don't even remember it's there. Worst case scenario, you go into a bar or you're on the internet or watching porn. And you find the person you're dating or you're married to. Oh, no. 
that happened to somebody that we know and I don't think that they know that they're on the internet. But the video was found and they're married and they have kids. I know this person. You know this person? Why don't I know the story? I don't know why you don't know it. I thought you knew it. That's why I was telling it to you. <laughs> That's not me. I don't know. I thought you Wait knew a minute. it. That's why I was telling it. Who's on who they're on the internet having sex? Yes. The woman or the man? The woman. And the husband does not know. I'm assuming he doesn't know. I'm not going to ever ask him, but I um, will. No. Now you, now now I don't you just want to tell you. Now you just guaranteed she's not going to tell I you. Know. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. You. I'm just you can, kidding. You can tell me. I don't know the person. I thought you already knew. That's why I was saying it to you. No. Wow. So you don't even know. No, but I'm not going to say anything. Kind of. I believe. No, it. I don't believe you now. Come on, now you can't you leave can't me hanging. Do that. The you audience is pissed off enough because right. yeah, well, not like they're gonna know, but uh-uh. yeah, they won't know. But I'm just saying, we know somebody in that scenario, and I've always wondered if the husband knows, but I'll never ask, and you won't either. Okay, well, if you say it like that, I won't, because you sound angry. Right. No, you gotta like promise or something. I don't even trust that you won't say it. I man. promise. I feel horrible. I promise. Well, I'm not gonna tell you on the air. Okay. I mean, you got to do like a real promise because you don't already lie to me about Ben. Okay, how about pinkies? Okay. That's Ooh, now pinky promise is a real promise. Right. Ow! God! <laughs> she cut you? I didn't cut him. Damn, barbed wire <laughs> ring. Damn, bitch, that hurt. Now that's a packed in blood. I have a ring on my pinky. God almighty. It's a packed in blood now. Jesus. Now if you tell. Now I didn't mean to call you the B word. I'm sorry. I was, I was angry at the time. <laughs> he apologizes. Right. Okay, FYI to anybody you meet Nikki D out, don't picky promise. Uh-huh. It hurts. <laughs> Promising with Nikki D hurts. Promise. You heard that movie Love Hurts or uh-huh. the song? You know, <laughs> Pinkies hurt. <laughs> All right, brute. Third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm gonna tell Jesus, you. Jesus, look at my. <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm gonna God, tell you, you why. Did nick him? <laughs> yeah. I don't know on what. There's nothing on my on here. As she holds up that dagger. Yeah, no. Your fingernail, you look like Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I yeah. cut my fingernails down. And your rings, you look like a Mr. T starter kit. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I want to tell you why a local man is being charged with a hate crime and where cheese collapsed and killed a man. Jesus. Look at that. Look at that. Look at what? And blood. Blood where? Your blood. Your blood. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't even know how that happened. There's nothing on my pinky. Not only if this market had an HR department. Right. <laughs> I think I have to go through training in order to send an email. Oh, it's not even worth it. <laughs> All right, third round of headlines. We'll get you out of here in a minute. Racist jokes on the internet are funny from people that are allowed to say them. Okay. So I have a uh, very good friend, an old friend of mine, who's uh, African-American. And I know it's the start of, like, your typical white guy line. <laughs> right? But anyway, uh, his name's Bear. We call him Bear. And he just posted this meme regarding the riverboat thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. He says, my man jumped off the boat to the rescue. We swimming now. Game over. Hello? We swimming Hello? now. Hello? <laughs> Told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, laugh. Face. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you are. All right. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530-GOOD-AIR. That is their phone number. Or you can go to their website. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. They do have the best service, best price. That is guaranteed. They are amazing. They're remarkable. Good Guys Heating and Air. Nikki D. A family day in the park turned dark and dangerous. H5. 
um, you don't really see this level of aggravated um, kind of attack on, on people. You know, hate crimes have been on the rise. We've been telling people, you know, to be safe, be careful. Um, but it's really scary when it really happens. It's like everyone there was um, South Asian, so Pakistani, Indian, Afghan, easily identifiable and, and easy to target. According to Fox 40, a family, some friends, they're out at Heron Landing Park and they're just having a good time. And this man comes up in his car. This is in Rancho Cordova that this took place. And he starts trying to run them over. And we, when you watch this video, he already has his side mirror hanging off of his car. So I don't know what he ran into before he went up actually into the park with his car. But as he's driving around trying to run these people over, he's yelling things out of his window, hate speech, hate slurs, and just cursing. He's clearly out of his mind. The police did arrest him and they charged him with a deadly weapon for trying to run him over with his car, criminal threats, and violation of a hate crime. I look more into him because he just looked like a psycho. He's also a sex offender. So this guy's mm. off his rocker crazy. Does he say what he does for a living by any chance? He does not say what he does for what a living. What kind of car did he have? It was this little like um looked like, like a Prius or something. Right. One of those old throwback cars it looked like to me in the video. I mean not to make light of a very horrible situation in a story. Racist in a Prius. Right. You know, like match the horrible pick a lane <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean it's, i don't know what car you would take but no, a pickup truck with like a rusted out bed i don't know i mean it's just that just didn't fit the that it, does scream hate though nelson it, doesn't it, it though it, it was like the it was like the most uh you know uh gen z <laughs> It was this little car with a window hanging, with a mirror hanging Like, on. if I'm going to be racist, it's going electric. Right. You know, <laughs> there are not going to be no emissions in the air when I do all this stuff. Well, because I'm it. trying to keep this planet pure right. and white. Yeah, <laughs> pure and white. Right. <laughs> the only way to do that is to take my electric vehicle and run them over. Ridiculous. Did you say anybody got hurt? <laughs> no, nobody was hurt. Luckily, Good. there were no injuries to report. They got God, out How of does the that way. happen? Because they got out of his way. He wasn't driving extremely fast to try to run the people over. Remind you, he's in his little car going up over these hills into the park. Yeah. So when they saw him coming, they jumped out of the way. Man, it was a Prius. So. And he, did he end up crashing, you said? It didn't say if he ended No, he didn't crash because he got away before the police got there. They <laughs> had ran, to go and arrest him. He ran out of battery. So no, he didn't crash. <laughs> he got right up to somebody and he's like, <laughs> Is there a charging station around here? I got to keep my racist hate thing going today. No, he just rolled right through and out. Knew I should have bought a hybrid. <laughs> At least I would have some gas in the tank. All right. That's horrible. Don't do that. Don't be racist and don't run people over. Not good things. Both bad things to do. Both bad things. I've seen a lot of that, too. In the past 10 years, people doing the car thing. They had one in New York a couple of years yeah, ago. Like, like in Manhattan. They're people over in parades. In parades. Well, you know, and then there's the argument of, like, if you see some of these uh, protests that turn violent, and you got people that are just on the road trying to go, you know, trying to get somewhere. And they get jumped because they're wrong place, wrong time. You know, but nobody wants to run anybody over. Like, well, that's different. If you surround my car and I'm just driving and minding my business, I am going to try and run you over. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to try because they're right in front of you. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to press on the gas. Yes. I, I agree with that. You know, so <laughs> that's the flip side of this, too. Don't protest and stop people in their car and try to do mean, bad, awful things to them. Mm -hmm. You know, that's bad, too. Protest on the sidewalk. Again, it's from the prince of common sense. It just makes sense. <laughs> right. All right. Second story. Here are a few interesting facts about cheese wheels. H6. This wheel of Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese has a street value of $2,000 and weighs about 80 pounds. 
Each cheese wheel takes about 131 gallons of milk. And thank you for that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to give you background on cheese wheels because I had no idea anything about them until I got to this story that I'm getting ready to tell you about. Coming from the BBC, there's a 74-year-old guy who's in his cheese-making cellars, what they're calling them, and this took place in Italy, and he died because he had um, a crash. Uh, one of his cheese wheels shelves broke, and he had 84 pounds of 25,000 each hard cheese fall on top of him and it was so loud that they say it sounded like thunder crashing the people who lived around in the area the shells were 33 feet high so i did the research to figure out what are cheese wheels and how could they kill somebody and now i know why because they're huge Mm -hmm. they weigh a lot and when they all fell on him it took the firefighters an entire day to even find his body yeah there are a couple people that actually survived unfortunately that guy did not um because it was swiss cheese so they're able to go right through the hole of this. It was nice with cheese, and those things are hard in a hard shell. Right. The only yeah. way that I can describe it, if you see some everyday cheese, if you go in a grocery store, those that are in those red casings, yeah. and you have to peel it to come off. Oh, I know what it is. Those yeah. are what the cheese wheels look like, except the red casings are hard. And like the size a of a tire. Right. Have you ever seen like? Uh, have you ever seen them make the pasta inside of a cheese wheel? Well, like- I did last night because I went down my <laughs> cheese wheel rabbit hole oh on YouTube. God. I never did before then, no. <laughs> so because no one survived, this is not your Gouda guy's story of the day? Gouda guy's story. No, this ain't a Gouda guy story. Who? No, 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 he died. Gouda. <laughs> I heard what he said, Gouda cheese. Gouda guys. Gouda guys. Well, make it your Gouda guy story of the day. All right, I'm done with my <laughs> cheese jokes. Again. Hey, Gouda Jason. Gouda, Gouda guy story of the day. That's a horrible way to die. It oh, is. Right? In, in your shop, doing something that you love, and cheese fall on well, you. Well, crushed by your money, essentially. Like, it's the thing you're feeding your family with, not just, like, literally eating the cheese, but like there's when, a bank in Italy that accepts that as collateral. Cheese? Parmigiano-Reggiano, yes. Because really? it takes so long for that to mature. As, mm-hmm. as the, shortest time is, the shortest time is 18 months. Almost two years, yeah. That's what they say. That's the short. That's the quick version of it. Mm-hmm. That's like when you see these people working in these like tuna warehouses or pudding warehouses, and they <laughs> fall into the vat, right? And they drown or they die or the meat warehouses, and they go through the grinder. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's horrible. That's very. You gotta hope you go head first. Right? And then you gotta explain to people after the fact, like maybe you have a shrine of your loved one at your house. Like what happened? How do you not kind of like make a joke or giggle a little bit? Would you rather die in a way? That people can make a joke about afterwards? Yes. Instead of mourn you? Or you want to go out, you know, tough guy? No. You want to joke? joke. You want to go out as a joke? Mm -hmm. No, I don't don't want to go out as a joke. I told you guys how I want to go out. Now, people may joke about it, but it's going to be very serious. In space? No, I'm going to be raptured up. I'm going to disappear. So people will probably Uh joke about it, but it was serious. No, I don't think people will joke about it if that actually happens, Nikki D. I think... Yeah, because don't the rest of us who aren't raptured stay in like 10,000 years of hell? And you'd be yeah. the only person ever to have that happen, so that might be a news story. Oh, it could be. Girl in Sacramento raptured. Ooh, I like it. Now that's a good guy story of the day. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be gone. Are you sure you're not saying she's trying to be a rapper? No, <laughs> she was raptured. She got rappered up. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm at the gym yesterday, and I'm watching uh, YouTube TV, and a commercial comes on. It's a quick 15-second commercial, and I guess it's a it's a new campaign from Lipton Peach Tea, 
and it features a celebrity. And I noticed that they had to name check the celebrity in the 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's only 15 seconds. I got to say his name. As the, well, he's an artist, uh, covers a popular song from the late 90s. And I thought to myself, and I like this artist. You know, I don't oh. mind this artist. But how big of a celebrity are you if you have to be name checked in a commercial that you're endorsing the product for? And on top of that, this artist in particular, how much Lipton peach tea are they going to sell because of who they are? (laughs) I have answers for all of those things. (laughs) So it made me think, and I immediately called Nelson, and I said, go and find some of the best and worst celebrity ad campaigns. So I'm going to go through a bunch of these when we get back and just ask every time, would you buy blank because of blank okay or beforehand if you want to get in on this have you ever purchased a product because of blank now i know there are some products out there especially when you're younger you're buying i was all in on the denim tennis shorts from andre agassi (laughs) right everybody's still wearing jays you know michael jordan's probably the biggest out of all of them on the Mm -hmm. good side of things but then there's the bad side of things which we have those as well 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Do that here next. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. If you'd like to reach out via social media at Listen to the BS, I'm having a very nice conversation with this nice young lady uh, about cheerleading because that's my thing, I guess. Okay. I'm a cheerleading dad. So my daughter just got a job coaching at, uh, she's 18. She was cheerleader in high school, right? Mm-hmm. She's getting ready to go to Sierra Community College. She gets, like right out of the gate, she gets a job uh, coaching at this place in Roseville. And then uh, this nice lady that listens to the program, she's like a high school coach. She you know, she's, uh, wants to come out and talk to some of these kids. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 10%. I'm an agent. 10%. Even though, it, even though it's volunteer work. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to school my daughter on how business works. Right. <laughs> So at the gym yesterday, and I'm watching uh, YouTube TV. I'm watching something, you know, for the couple minutes that I'm on the treadmill. And this, I run across this commercial. Now, I want you to listen to this commercial. It's for Lipton Peach Tea. All right, you got it? Give me T1. Mm-hmm. Pass me a Lipton. Gotcha, T-Pain. Open summer with Lipton Peach Iced Tea. Now, this is no real shot to T-Pain. I like T-Pain. I like his auto-tune stuff. I think it's pretty cool. I like uh, Steal My Sunshine by Len. Yep. Right? The song that he's uh, singing there. Mm -hmm. But if you're a celebrity and you're endorsing a product, do you need to be name-checked? And if you do, are you that big of a celebrity that you're going to be able to sell the product? Mm -hmm. Like, does that commercial, or because you like T-Pain or know T-Pain or have heard of T-Pain, does that make you really want to buy Lipton peach tea? No, not really. Peach right. tea is good, but not because T-Pain was on it. But I feel that way about a lot of these, especially soda and Sprite and all these different commercials that use celebrities to say, drink this. I'm like, we're drinking it anyways. So there's not <laughs> been a celebrity endorsement that you, Nikki D, have heard that's made you want to purchase or use a product? Oh, absolutely. I want right now, as we speak, really, really bad some skims. Some what? Oh, yeah, from Some Kim Kardashian. From Kim Kardashian's line. 
I haven't gotten any yet because they're What expensive. is it about that woman that people buy everything that she touches? Because those skims, I have a friend that bought some, and she showed me real time her results. And she went from being a little fat to a little skinny. What is They it? work. It's, it's uh, shapewear. So you Spanx. put it up, Spanx. Yeah, you put it up under your clothes and it sucks you in. But hers works really good. So you're lying to yourself. No, you're not lying to yourself. Lying you just fix yourself up when uh. you put on certain outfits, so stuff ain't flying and hanging. And okay, all but that. you like the product. You're not buying it because Kim Kardashian. No, it's the product. It's her product. She created and she endorses it, and I want it. Okay, but my question is: is you're buying something even if you don't need it, even if you don't want it, even if you don't like it, because of the celebrity endorsement? That's my question. I don't think I've no bought anything I don't need, want, or like because of celebrity endorsements. I've been, you know, persuaded by celebrities. Like that's how I got into the uh, Victoria's Secret stuff because of Tyra. I wasn't doing it before then. What's the Victoria's Secret stuff? She was endorsing Victoria's Secret, so I didn't used to wear the, oh, you know, under stuff that they sold or the pink stuff. I didn't wear any of that stuff at first. Where, where were you getting your panties at? Like Goodwill, Walmart, Walmart. Oh, that's right. You're a Walmart panty shopper. I remember those days. <laughs> I was. Partly because my dad, it's his fault. He put it in my brain that that's the only place I should do panties or wear panties. Your dad bought you panties at Walmart? Yeah. I told you guys a story on air of how I got called a whore when I wore anything else other than. From your dad? From my dad, yeah. Yeah, not from me. From no, dad. no, no. From my dad. <laughs> so he took you shopping at Walmart to buy you panties? He had to. Where else was I going to, who else was going to take me? Uh, mom? My mom wasn't there at the time. She, My mom had left. That's when my dad was taking care of us by herself. So he had to take us to get bras and panties and all the stuff. Thank you, baby Jesus, that Rachel, my wife, exists, that she would have to take Ariel to get her ninny nap. <laughs> I feel yeah, like at what age, though, is it weird? Like, I got a nine-year-old, and I've been underpants shopping. No, oh, you call them panties. No, I call them underpants. <laughs> Drawers? <laughs> call them underpants. <laughs> You know, sooner or later, you're going to have to take your kid to Victoria's Secret. And those will still be called underpants. <laughs> underpants. No. Under, hey, you want some drawers? From the- <laughs> oh, I will call them underpants forever. <laughs> Hell no, you ain't getting one to say juicy on the back. <laughs> For some reason, that word, panties, makes me uncomfortable. Me but, too. But underpants seems to make other people uncomfortable, I found. Well, so here, here's one. With it. Here's one for your Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell me if this sells you. Give me W5. Does that make you want to buy Victoria's Secret? No. <laughs> Do you know who the celebrity is there that's endorsing it? No idea. <laughs> Yay. Hey. Hey. It's Bob Dylan. <laughs> you know, I said I'd never sell out for anything, but one time I did say I'd sell out for ladies' underwear, so here I am in 2004. They use Bob Dylan for uh-huh. Victoria's Secret? Yes. Even at that time, I was 90. Yeah. Wow. 2004 is a little late. <laughs> Hey. That's crazy. And on top of that, he appears in a trench coat staring at winged models in their underwear uh-huh. while his music plays in the background. He's oh. just a creepy old man walking around, and then models are like interspersed. I was literally going to say, that is so creepy. Hey, it's not sexual. Show me boobies. Hey. Right. Love right. hey. your wings. Hey. <laughs> All right, let's do another one here. Um, give me, oh, B- oh, yeah, B4. B4. 
Mike, what is your deal, oh, man? Oh, come on, man. You've been riding me all day. Mike, you're playing like Betty White out there. That's not what your girlfriend said. Oh, baby. Oh, oh, oh. Eat a Snickers. Better? You're not you when you're hungry. So, Snickers satisfied. So those those ads that Snickers did that you're not yourself, I thought were brilliant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. That is such a smart way to use celebrity. Subway does a very good job, too, where you, again, it's the undersell for the oversell. Mm-hmm. It's not force it down your throat. It's the quick cameo. Betty White is an Ameri- was an American treasure, in my opinion, still is an American treasure, even though she's no longer with us. I'm not a Snickers guy. I'm not a candy bar guy. I try to eat as healthy as possible. But I tell you, if Betty White were endorsing something that I was on the fence, I would buy it because of Betty White. Every time I see a Snickers commercial, I want to eat a Snickers, even if I'm not even craving it. And I don't eat a lot of sweets either. Because of Betty White? Because of Betty White. And they use a lot of good people on their Snickers commercials. Before Roseanne went on the the racist rant, she was one of them. Oh, she was. What, yeah. Roseanne did Snickers? Roseanne yeah, did, did one of the Snickers. Snickers. Was there any left for us? <laughs> Took a big bite out of it, for sure. So this was uh, this started back in the 90s? I guess, yeah, the 90s, when it was a different era in uh, wrestling, WWF at the time. And this uh, product is still a major sponsor of the WWE. Mm-hmm. And it all started with this guy, and I can tell you for a fact as a wrestling fan especially an old school wrestling fan that people bought this product just because this guy and it actually became pop culture to say his line i didn't know about this product before him right that's how big of a deal this was like i've only associated this product with him i think about him when i buy the product now b1 tips gotta have beef gotta have spice need a little excitement Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always like to keep my favorite snack handy. <laughs> Need a little excitement? Snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there could have been a better guy to do that. Oh, my God, it's perfect, right? I remember all those Hulk Hogan Snap into a Slim Jim commercials. I'm trying okay. to think if okay. I... Um, okay, okay, hold the, on. Uh, Let's back up. Yeah. That's correct. not Hulk Hogan? Try again. Sure is not. Snap into a yeah. Slim Jim. Yeah. I remember the commercials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't say brother. Oh, he didn't say brother. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Um, more down here, brother. He's a brother. This guy's, oh, yeah. Uh, I can see the commercial in my in my head. The beans are popping out of my neck. Was it The Undertaker? No. 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 Oh, yes. Yeah. No, it was not. Who is it? Does not look That's The Undertaker. If you, oh, were a musical gar- if you were a musical artist, he would be before Garden. <laughs> Um. Oh, that's good. She. That's oh, that not is. good for her. It is for me. I know. I know garden. What garden? Um, Name a garden artist. Uh, oh, I'm finna. You make my brain. Finna. You. You're making my brain forget it. I know it. Um. Not, um. Not Johnson. Not Quaid. Dang. <laughs> I know this. Uh, the village people would could uh-huh. sing him his name his nickname. The village people could. Yeah. Yo, man. I'm just uh, Macho Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> macho Man, that's who it is. <laughs> I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you here. There's nothing that makes me happier when it takes us 20 minutes <laughs> for Nikki D to have a glimpse of brilliance <laughs> and the excitement that she gets. That makes me happy. It makes me happy. 
Because I didn't think ooh, she was getting there. Ooh, no. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I got it. Macho man. That's what I meant. Uh, you didn't put a couple of these on here that uh, the Bo Jackson, Nike. Oh, the Bo Jackson. Bo knows. Son of a gun. Right. That was, was, was that I apologize. You gave me that one specifically. And then you had Bo Diddley with Bo Jackson. Michael Jackson selling Pepsi. I, that's what I was going to say. That's one I wrote down. Um, clear Pepsi. I remember drinking that because of Michael Jackson. We all ran to the store to get our Clear Pepsi. Ooh, and do I dance. Ooh, ooh. There's no doubt that people bought Pepsi because of Michael Jackson. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I don't think people bought Pepsi because of Britney Spears, but I definitely no. think people bought Pepsi because of Michael Jackson. I know I did that. Uh, I definitely, Nike without any question, no shadow of a doubt. It, it's like Nike hits almost every time with whoever they get to endorse their product. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael Jordan being the upper echelon, the top of the top. Uh, but, you know, you find the greatest in your sport and they're under Nike contract, bam. You know, People are buying all their different types of shoes named after the athletes, the the bronze, the Kobe's, the, all the things. Right. Yeah. It's 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 a it's, it's a, a thing. It's a thing. What a great video too, where the kids come up looking like them, drinking the Pepsi, <laughs> the glove, yeah, <laughs> the perms. <laughs> A whole song just for Pepsi. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Simpler times. Simpler times. Yeah. Love this. Uh, and then there are some not so much, maybe. Like, let's say B3. You want to do B3? Yeah. yeah do B3. Oh, no, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, I've, sorry. I left that as a good one. Uh, you got another Pepsi one here in W2. Yeah, do W2. So this one's kind of goofy. Wrong place, wrong time. That's Kendall Jenner, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I mean, yes, people probably know her and see her. She yeah. is. But this all took place during the Black Lives Matters protest. I mean, the, that's when the campaign came out. So Pepsi, their heart was in the right place. Uh, but the it just, I think it fell flat, right? Because she's, yes. she's marching with people of all ethnicities, and they go towards the police line, and then they hand them a Pepsi, and everything's good. It's just, it, we got to a point where there's... Like, back in the 80s, you could, like, hand the Russian a Pepsi and people would understand and be like, okay, that's cool. We're going to be friends. Uh-huh. You know, I get it. That's fine. But, like, the last six to eight years, it's just nobody wants to move on. No. <laughs> so, no. You know, you know. Now, if Pepsi were smart or Coke was smart and you want to take the same type of strategy, recreate the riverboat brawl. <laughs> oh yeah, that will get you somewhere for have sure. Have an end with and, a Pepsi coming and, in, and have and have a celebrity spokesperson come in <laughs> while they're fighting and hand them a, all a Pepsi. Yep, and then they stop fighting and they make up. Yes, that would be a good advertisement. That's what you do, right? It'll work. Yeah. So if anybody's looking for like a viral commercial for their product, you just gave them one. Just a suggestion for you. <laughs> You know, Nelson, you want a percentage? Nelson's typing something. I don't know. He's probably stealing my ideas. No, I'm stealing your idea for us. Okay, I'm writing it down so I make sure that I brainstorm. Voice. Sorry. Voice. So, hold on. Calm down. I, I apologize. <laughs> I see what you think I'm ripping you off. I do everything for you. <laughs> I love you so much. Cue Brian Adams. Everything he does, <laughs> he does it for you. Everything. Look into my eyes. <laughs> Everything I do, I do it for you. There's no place like your face. 
so cheesy. <laughs> Did you hear he that? He means it, though. I know. <laughs> We're going to swap spots. I can't sit close to <laughs> going to touch me. He might. Uh, here's I another have. one that fell flat. Uh, w4. Hot dog, please. No mustard on that or what? No thanks. I got it covered. Heinz ketchup. It's so rich, so thick. Why waste time with anything else? Heinz. The best things come to those who wait. All right. That, you're not going to guess who that is. <laughs> Sound like Sylvester Stallone. Uh, well, Matt LeBlanc. Okay. <laughs> Joey from Friends. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, for those that don't remember, Friends was arguably, well, that and Seinfeld, right? The 90s. Yes. Biggest television shows, uh, mm-hmm. sitcoms on TV. And Joey was really the standout. Yes. he was the comic relief. Mm-hmm. And then the line, how you doing? Right. You know, which has you know, been around forever and ever, but that became a thing. Mm-hmm. Friends was a thing. It was, uh, it was, it, it, it did to pop culture what, um, actually Friends came after Seinfeld. It did, me. yes. Yeah, because there's a transition. There's mm-hmm. actually a documentary on this. There's a transition of New York. Uh-huh. The Seinfeld days of New York is the old New York. The crime-ridden New York. Oh, right. You know, pre-Giuliani. Yes. Friends gives you a different perspective of New York post-Giuliani after cleaning up the streets where everything's bright colors. And nice. Mm -hmm. And nice. So Friends was that. It represented that. Um, And Matt LeBlanc was a thing. This dude got screwed because he was huge. And then they tried to do the spinoff of Joey, which totally fell flat. And his character was a bust. Mm -hmm. Like, they couldn't spin off the Joey character. No. At all. And what's he doing now? Like after the fact, well, he went this, and did like a meta thing on Showtime for a little while that kind of made fun of the fact that he was Joey on Friends. Oh, okay. This he's trying to sell Heinz ketchup. Would and Joey from work. Friends make you want to eat Heinz ketchup? No, I didn't think so. Not at all. No, I didn't think so. All right, let's do one more. Let's end on a good note. Okay. Uh, we want let's, three or two. Uh, two. Okay. Here you go. Kids in the crib, Literally, anything Snoop Dogg touches, people buy. Absolutely. If he does it, I want it. Give me a hot pocket right now. Right. Right now. When you can remix Drop It Like It's Hot to Pocket. Yes. Like it's hot, uh-huh. take my money. Yes. You can have it. You can have it all. I don't even eat them anymore. Uh-uh. You can have it But all. give me a meatball. Right. <laughs> Haven't eaten a Hot Pocket in years, and now I want one. Give me a meatball. Snoop Dogg is, <laughs> Snoop Dogg, like there's a handful of these people that you don't have to name check. Nope. Right? Uh, that make, like, make you interested in the product. Mm-hmm. Right? Just because of who they are and what they bring to whatever it is they're selling, you want it. Right. And and it's almost like their mannerisms. Like those Corona commercials with Snoop Dogg and now uh and, and uh, uh Andy Sandberg. Uh-huh. Yes. Really funny. Right? Now Andy Sandberg, as much as of a fan I am of his, he's not selling that. No. Snoop Dogg's selling that. Yes. Right. Now you take Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, they can sell anything. Oh, for sure. And they do. Together, those two are probably the best celebrity endorsers. Of all time. Yes. I would agree with you on that. I would agree with you on that. They can sell water to fish. Right. It, it's, it's the salt sweet. You're right. It's the mm-hmm. opposites attract. 
It's the old, the new. It's the what's going on here. Right. And then Snoop has an attitude like, here go the product, but I don't care if you buy it or not. <laughs> and that's and that's what I talk about, the undersell yeah. for the oversell. <laughs> that's how his attitude like, is. Do you have any idea how much money I already have? <laughs> I don't even know what a day is because I'm so high. Mm-hmm. I don't need your money. I'm just doing it because I'm bored. If you want to buy it, that's cool. Right? You're, you're absolutely right. It's the mm-hmm. undersell. <laughs> That's how he does. Man, that guy's so cool drinking that Corona, eating those Hot Pockets. Yeah. I think I want to live my life like that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'll just have like this zen life for the rest rest of my days if I eat Hot Pockets and Corona like Snoop Dogg does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Barbie movie just won't quit, let me tell you. Over a billion dollars at the box office. Uh, you know, now you add in all the issues because that's what happens when you put people in one room together. So uh, a woman had an issue at a Barbie movie, and uh, she goes to Reddit to ask if she was wrong, I believe, with what she did. I think that's the story. If not, mm-hmm. there's another story like it because there's a couple of these that are floating out there. We'll tell you what that is here next. Hang on. Rock. That guy's excited about the soccer stuff. Uh, yeah. It was like a wrestling cut in a promo. <laughs> Makes me want to go buy tickets. You should. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. Nelson going out there today to kick some soccer balls with the uh, Sac Republic. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. I know. I'm gonna, I cannot wait. I'll be thinking about you later on today. Thank you. If you're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> what the end result will be tomorrow when we find out who's going to be the lucky winner for the tickets. By the way, their 10th anniversary game at Hughes Stadium on the 26th. Uh, we've got tickets all this week, uh, around 7.50. We'll give those away. Tomorrow we'll have Coach Mark Briggs on once again to pay off this uh, soccer bit that we're doing with them, which we appreciate them you know, doing the goofy stuff with us. So hopefully you'll get out there. From what I understand, this game's going to sell out, mm-hmm. without a doubt. It's going to sell out. You know, 10 years. And uh, the city, I, I really, I, you know, whether you're a soccer fan or not, it, it, that's not the point. The point is the camaraderie of a city where you – support your your professional sports teams yeah and i I always thought that was cool like you know when when i first moved here you know it was it was right in the heat of the kings going in the playoffs on stuff it was so cool to watch it was i have not watched basketball that much and i can't tell you the last time right so that's good good for you you know they uh they finally found the the quote-unquote crazy woman from the flight that was screaming you're not real i can't believe it's taking this long i can't believe it either I mean, how long ago was that? A couple months? A couple months now, yeah. Is it months by now? I think it's just a month. And we had what? we had somebody on this show that was on the plane. Supposedly the one that filmed the video of her going on the rant. Right. And she said the whole story's screwy. Mm-hmm. And she's not as crazy as what people think. Right. Right? Isn't that what she said? Yes. Basically, she's saying the internet has taken it and run with it, making it seem like she's saying that the guy's like a shapeshifter or whatever. And in reality, it more came off like, you're not being honest, man. You're not being real. Right. right. That's what she meant. Mm-hmm. And the person that the internet thought said that she was talking to was not even on the plane. Yes. It's, it was a totally different person. And nobody ever corrected that, even though we had it on the show. Her name's Tiffany Gomez, 38-year-old marketing executive from Dallas, Texas, if she's still a marketing Oh, exec. I guess it was one month ago. It was about a month ago. Yeah. Well, if you do get a hold of her, Nelson, because mm-hmm. I gave her you her information, Yes. I doubt we'll be the first to get her on, but uh, even if she does do anything... Just let her know that we don't actually think she's crazy. Yes. Like, we know the story. Right. We were, we were actually siding with her. 
we're here for the truth. Yeah, the truth, <laughs> justice, yes. the American way. We can handle the truth. Right. Like it's taken over a month for the. The internet has already destroyed the riverboat people's business <laughs> in a day. In, right. in a day, but they couldn't find this, you know, fairly decent-looking woman on a plane. Right? You know, that's crazy talk. So everybody's looking. I, I know I saw somebody on on Twitter go, "I'll pay you a million dollars to come on my show." No way. I don't know who that was. It I would forget. have to be like a Rogan. Who else could afford it? I, I don't know if she's worth a million dollars. I don't care if you can afford it or not. It's not worth a million dollars. No. I mean, I would, I would you know, donate $1,000 to her favorite charity. You know, I've never paid for a guest before. You know, you know, you know who asked me to pay for them to come on? Not on this show, but it was, it was when I was doing my podcast. Is uh, the guy from Cobra Kai and the third karate kid who played Mike Barnes. I think his name's Sean Cannon. Oh, yes. Really? He, I could not believe. Like, dude, <laughs> you were in, like, literally a movie. Your career has not been rejuvenated. It's just now that you're being talked. You've got 15 minutes. Exactly. Of fame. You're up to the last season of Cobra Kai, which I don't know if you're even going to be in. And your chart, he was was like, all I'm asking is that you pay $500 and I'll send you my book. Yeah, he wanted to send us a book. We're like, I was buying $500 of his books. It was like some weird deal. And I I told him, I was like, I got to be honest with you, dude. It's not... Having you on is not that important. I just had, and I listed A, B, and C, people that were three times more popular yeah. and more interesting than he could ever be. They didn't charge me a thing. Well, he was on The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, The Bold and the Beautiful. Could not believe it. <laughs> could not believe it. Uh, this Barbie movie won't quit. Uh, on Friday, a couple went to go see it. This is from a Reddit thread. Yes. Because the guy didn't know if he was being an ass jack or not. And he had bought tickets early so they could get good seats, you know, because it's, I guess, still a hot ticket, right? Mm-hmm. He and his girlfriend. And they get there, this woman and her six-year-old daughter were in their seats. So he told the mom that, you know, hey, look, you're in the wrong seats. It happens. And she's like, yeah, I know. And she said, well, when we bought the tickets, there were only two left, one in the front row and one in the back. So I was hoping that somebody would switch, you know, so I could sit with my kid. So she assumed somebody was already going to switch. Oh, nope. Yeah. She just sat there knowing it wasn't her seat. So luckily, before anything got silly, somebody in the theater overheard the conversation and they offered to switch with them, which was very, very nice. Wow. Because that probably stopped a video from going viral. Yes. Right. After the movie, the guy's girlfriend had said to him, was like, should have just said fine. And that would have been the right thing to do and swap seats. I'm assuming he did not agree with that. He did not agree no. with that, and he wanted to know if people thought that he was wrong, and I do not think that he was wrong. If I order my seats at the movies and I pick where I want to sit and pay in advance, I did all of those things for a reason. Because you didn't properly plan your movie experience, that's not my fault. What you should have done, like any other responsible parent, is go another day in another time slot where you can sit with your child. Yeah, but you would have to agree you can be flexible with those rules. Those aren't in concrete. For me, it is. I'm not giving up my seat. If you're on a plane, you wouldn't give up your seat? I don't give up my seat on planes either. No. Really? I have to be by the window. That's the only way I can fly. I'm not letting you sit here because you didn't book with your kid. But what if somebody said, will you swap for another window seat so I can sit next to my wife? If it was another window seat, I would. But it would have to be accommodating to me. It would have to be another window seat. What if they offered money? No. Really? No. I offered $100 to get on because we were late uh, leaving SAC. 
And so I offered $100 to, to someone on Southwest, and she didn't even take it. She just moved over across the aisle, sat in the aisle seat so that I could have the three of us together, me and the two kids. Yeah, you know, I've noticed people on planes are I, – I look. I haven't seen someone say, you know, been, been kind of a dick about it, right? Like I had a situation when uh, I was flying and I was with – with my family, I think. I don't know where we were going. Maybe we go to Mexico or something like that. And it wasn't my fault, but we had been upgraded. You know, mm-hmm. like if you have the Amex with Delta, you get, you know, usually you get popped up. Mm-hmm. So you go into business com- or you get into comfort. And so, but they just put you randomly wherever seats, seats open. Yep. And it's kind of a catch-22. You're like, well, I'm a baller. Thanks for upgrading. Right. Me. Right. But the downside is that do you complain that you've been upgraded because now you're not sitting next to your family member. Right. So Delta, and, and I love Delta, don't get me wrong, but this is a screwy system that they need to the fix, they need to work on, because it puts their passengers in predicaments of having to ask other people to swap seats. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how am I going to do this? I really sh- strategized with this. I was like, how am I going to do this? Because there's only a section, there's only a certain section of the airplane that you're catering to. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> if I go one-on-one, most likely they're going to say no because they're going to feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm picking them out. I'm pointing them out. I'm going, you know, like you have to do it. And they're going to get defensive. Right. So what if I pull the old jokey joke and kind of say it out loud and just get everybody like together on a team? Mm, that's good. <laughs> and team Bailey. So I'm like, well, you know, so I remember I did something like, look at that, honey. We got upgraded. We're with the big dogs. Look at everybody. I was like, sir, you look like a big dog. I guess we're sitting next to you. And he's ha, ha, he, he, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, now I'm in. So now I've got everybody on my side. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, with these upgrades, they, they split you up. <laughs> Not even with my family anymore. I was like, I tell you what though, you let me sit with my wife. Uh, I'll buy somebody some drinks. Anybody want free drinks? Anybody want free drinks? I'm like, you look like you need a drink, ma'am. You look, you know, I'm doing that kind of thing. <laughs> right. What? Some shtick. Yeah, shtick. Yeah, you got I thought you little... said, what a dick. I was like, no. No, no I said no. some shtick. Yeah, some shtick. I just got done it, being so nice to you a, a few minutes ago. Why would I say that now? I don't know. You're bipolar. I have no idea. That's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm doing the shtick, and so now I'm starting to now point everybody out individually. You, I can bite. You look like a bourbon guy. I can get you, you know, that kind of thing. And like, no, 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 no. Move on. Move right. on. And everybody's saying no. no. Everybody's saying no. Everybody's saying no. So finally, this guy that didn't speak English well, young guy, he was like, I'd switch with you. Aww. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, thank you so much. And it was perfect. And then I go, I go, I'm buying drinks. It's fine. He was like, no, no, don't worry about it. You do not have to buy drinks. I was like, no, 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 man. I, I promise you, I'm getting drinks the whole flight. Drinks are on me. I got your drinks. Well. I felt like an idiot because I didn't realize in that section of the plane, drinks are free. Nah. Oh, God. <laughs> and I didn't realize that beforehand. Oh, no. So you're offering them something they already get anyway. he's balling, but he's balling on a budget. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I was balling for free. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but I think there's, you know, you can bend the rule of swapping seats. Mm-hmm. Like in this case, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I'm not, if I'm going to a movie, and I feel bad for the girl, like the little six year old girl, that's, that's Susan's question. That's yes. who you feel bad for. Plus, you don't want, you know, you don't want her sitting by herself. And then if she's sitting next to you, it's going to be real uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? Or if the mother sits next to you, it's going to be real uncomfortable. But it is on the mom. There's no doubt about it. Like, I can't sit down in the front. So where, where she's saying the seats were down in front, like, I can't physically sit there. 
So I would not swap my seat. I would have to have a good excuse. You know, it's like, ma'am, I'd love to, but I, like, I've got vertigo and I can't sit that close or something. You know, make something up that you can't sit that close. I hope you understand, but, you know, I would try three rows back. Like, <laughs> not for nothing, but when I walked in, I, those people looked like they wanted to sit apart. <laughs> they were arguing and everything. You know what? I'd actually say that, too. <laughs> Look. Come here, come here. Let me talk to you for a second. <laughs> See those people in the E-Row? One and two? I don't think they like each other. <laughs> if I'm you, I'm going. I, I would switch with you in a heartbeat, but like the vertigo thing. I, <laughs> go talk to them. I don't. I think his name's Bill. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay? You're good. Now, now you're done with her. Right. Right? Poor kids. I've not gone to movies because I couldn't put my daughter with me. It's just how it happens. It's just how it goes. Yeah, you just go to a different showing. Absolutely. Put them on your lap. No, you can't do that because then you'll uh, people behind you won't be able to see. Back in the day when you know when I was a kid, we used to movie swap, and if there weren't enough seats in the row, we'd sit in the aisle. Oh no, 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 no! They come kick you out now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No rules changed. You'd be out. You gone. Nobody hooks up in movies anymore either. No. Nope. And and it's, it that. seemed like it's more easier now because you got the little recliners and you lay back. And I always take my blanket. So I guess I could, but it feels like everybody can see you. Oh, you know what? The movie theater at the Galleria, brilliant. They sell freaking blankets. Oh, they sell them. Oh, they sell smart. blankets. Nope, I bring my own. That is, <laughs> I mean, how many years has it taken for somebody to go, Chicks need blankets. How much money has been left on the, the table there? Right. Women love blankies. At the movies. At the movies. It. That's a baller move. You take this new uh, Trudy Ford to the movies, mm-hmm. bring a blanket with you. Oh, that's good. Not but a get big... a new one. Don't get in a bring no used one. Right. Yeah, that's what you do. You go to the TJ Maxx. Good deals. <laughs> they got a whole section of them. They're there. rolled up already for right. you. They're already rolled up, ready to rock and roll nice high school. Blankets, though. Huh? No. I have nice blankets. No, no you don't take your blankets. Blankets smell like <laughs> no, they do not. I use cat the, piss. I use the flavor crystals. No. no. You especially. Everything in your house stinks. No, it does. You've not even been to my house. I can smell it from my house. No, you cannot. It smells like the, the scent between your rolls. Oh, my god. What goodness. do you know about the scent between my rolls? I just know it. You know how you can think of smell and smell it? And that's what you think of? Yeah, like a, like a, like a, a schmegma. You oh think I smell goodness. like schmegma? Like an uncircumcised, dirty penis. Now, that's just too far. <laughs> that's too God. far. That is too graphic. That is too nasty. Well, I mean, that's what I, 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 I speak what I think. I didn't mean to I say think. I do everything for you, okay? I didn't mean to come you off creepy. To you don't have back. to, like, beat me away. But you do. You probably smell like that. Your blanket no, smells like I, I just wanted him to buy a new blanket. That's all. What did I say to that kid that was an intern? I said, you told him he smelled like dirt, dirty cotton panties, and he wanted to murder you. Oh so you need, you're need you alive now because of me. You're welcome. Oh, like I couldn't handle you're myself. Welcome. Oh, just because what? Because he was going to kill you, <laughs> and I saved your life. It was an intern I had one time. I was joking. You can't say stuff to people like that. Yeah, I thought I was being helpful. No. You can say it to me because I'm not going to hurt you. It's a scent, right? This kid came in. He smelled like dirty. You know, like that. You know, like Everybody dated that girl that lives in the trailer, right? That has yeah. that little weird funky yeah. scent. I used to be the smelly kid in class. I and know. Still, yeah, I get it. So this kid, he smelled like dirty white cotton panties. There's a scent to that. There's not a scent to that. It's a, like a, <laughs> yeah, there's a scent. 
No, it's not. He obviously took offense though because he wanted to kill oh, you me. You think? <laughs> you think? But he's not allowed to kill me because he was just an intern, right? No, he There's was a hierarchy kill of killing. That's <laughs> above his pay grade. Right, I'm above your pay grade to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you what Zoom is requesting from their employees Zoom. and why a man was given a ticket for having a mannequin. All right, two big stories from today. Your fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. All right, this is the fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys, heating and air. They do have the best service, the best price. That is guaranteed. That's no BS, they say. Goodguysheatingcooling.com. Good voice there, huh? That was a great voice. Thank you so much. Good voice. A well voice, mm-hmm. as Nikki would say. Uh, 60 pounds? <laughs> Cut it out, Nessa. All right, go ahead, please. The company that made staying home cool says back to work, 8-7. Zoom is hoping to encourage more employee interaction. The hybrid schedule comes after Zoom reported a loss of $100 billion in market value. Zoom also laid off more than 1,000 workers earlier this year. We all went home, pandemic started, it shut down, and most people worked off of Zoom. million people went, sat in front of their computers, and Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Well, now Zoom is asking its own employees to come back to the office. If you live (laughs) within 50 miles of a brick and mortar, they're saying that they want you to come in the office at least two days per week. This is according to the Los Angeles Times. They said they need more uh, face-to-face interaction and employee interaction. I, well, I agree. You need more than two days out of the week. Uh, I I thought I tried to jump on the bandwagon of the I don't need to come in. You know, I was like, oh, this is we did it. We're doing it. It's a thing. But there's nothing that replaces synergy in the workplace. Uh, if you are in a creative field, there's nothing that replaces organic brainstorming. Whether it's just, you know, walking by somebody and having a conversation. I mean, what I do for a living is, you know, it's storytelling. And the best stories that I like to tell are from other people's stories, mm-hmm. right? In my perspective. And I get to talk to people, you know, I'm glad, you know, they're getting everybody back to work here. And, you know, we've got some good good people here, good friends. And, uh, you know, they got good stories. But you can't do that on Zoom. No, you can't do that. Not at all. I remember when we first had to go work from home and I was um, still doing my medical job because that's where I did a lot of socializing in the break rooms and things like that. It's like we now fell off. We didn't know anything about one another, what was going on in each other's lives, because we only saw each other once a month when we had the meetings. And that was it. The irony, though, of Zoom making (laughs) people come back. Right. They got to go back. Do you think they fired all those people via Zoom? They probably did. Because there was a couple. What was they the big, probably did. The big stories, like the the big guy would get on Zoom and he'd have like 150 mm-hmm. of employees on there and then he fired them all on Zoom. Yeah. Fired them all on yep. Zoom. I remember that story. <laughs> I wonder what it's like to be fired on Zoom. I don't think. Was I fired on No, I was fired in person. No, you were fired in person, in yeah. the flesh. In the By flesh. the time it took me to go downstairs, get a TV and come back, <laughs> you were done. <laughs> nah, I was done way before that. <laughs> When I came back, you were already back, so you're probably I right. was I was officially done, <laughs> but I was done months before that. <laughs> and and even when you came back from re- remote working, because you were con- content with staying home. You had built that studio. It was great. But then somebody else got fired, and you had to come back. So that's what brought you back in the office. Well, well okay, in that situation, well, I didn't want to come back because I didn't want to work 
with s- yeah, someone. Mm-hmm. And 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 it was <laughs> better it was better apart. That was that was one reason. But I voluntarily I volunteered to come back. Yeah. Because I lost me. Yeah, it helped you. <laughs> and lost all my producers. So I like I thought I was being a so you player. get for being a team player. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so everybody be a team player. Okay. I'm a team player. You know what? Going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Second story. This Californian driver thought he was smarter than the average bear. H8. Driver is learning the hard way that chauffeuring a mannequin to use the carpool lane is a crime in California, in case you didn't know. <laughs> I did not know that it was a crime. I knew that you can't impersonate someone else being in your car to drive in the carpool lane. But the California Highway Patrol pulled over this man who put a mannequin in the car with a sombrero on and (laughs) some sunglasses and put him up there as if there were two people driving in the car. How this cop knew that this was not a real person, she has really good eyes. She said she saw the car pass her and she just knew something about it with the passenger look strange. So she put her lights on and pulled him over. And true enough, there's a mannequin in there. He got a $490 ticket. Really? Yes, that is a lot of money. It's a lot of work to be in the carpool lane. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, especially when, like, just driving the carpool lane, dude. Right. I do it all the time. Yes. I've never been pulled over. Yeah, I want, I, I try to abide. By the law, I mean, even silly things like that, because I always feel guilty. Um, but like when I get on to 65 from Roseville, it's it's always you know there's that they have the lights you know mm-hmm. as you get on, and you get to bypass it if you're in the, if carpool. You're in the carpool. Yeah, you do. And I gotta tell you, it's just a lot more convenient. It is to just keep going. I hate <laughs> stopping but, at those lights. But but I I I've wondered how strict you know like see they are yeah like cops are around here well around here i have not seen many like i will say i do get in carpool lane most of the time i am in the right though because it's after the times on the sign but i haven't seen too many people getting pulled over yeah but i'm not faking people being in my car either like if you pull me over you'll see no one's in there just give me a regular ticket but i think it's the same ticket is it? Is it going to be 490 yeah. either Violating way? the HOV lane during those hours is a $490 ticket. So for her to say that the mannequin is, the mannequin just doesn't get you out of a crime. It's not like an extra crime. You don't get the 490 and, oh, there's the mannequin fee. Do you think I could make the argument of an invisible friend? No. They, they identify as a ghost? You use identify? If I use the word identify or yeah. some pronoun or something. They're going to call an ambulance for you. You can amb- an ambulance for I'm gonna me. Call an ambulance for you. Then have you put up in the crazy house. <laughs> All right. Uh, last minute calls, comments, concerns. You got some stuff on the text machine. I do. All right. We'll read those off. Thirty-five years ago today, they debuted their album. Wow. Thirty-five years ago. I'm going to sing a little bit of this album. I can't wait to hear it. What do you think it is? 35 years ago? Do I get any hint? I just got to, off the top of my head, know an album that came out 35 years ago? Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, You want a hint? Yeah. Ric Flair was the champion at one time. Ric Flair. Oh, Queen. Okay, you think it's Queen? We are the champions. Okay. Nelson? Ric Flair was the champion. I'm thinking the Four Horsemen. Who's got the Four Horsemen? I don't know, because you said, what, 1988? Mm-hmm. My guess would be like uh, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses is your guess. Uh-huh. You want another clue? Yes. Yeah. If T-Pain wants to sell that product, 
No, never mind. You no. can't. You're not getting a second clue. <laughs> Peach tea. No. Yeah, it's the debut album of Peach Tea, 35 Peach. years ago. Dang. All my brothers eat a peach. That's and from the, the 70s. Yeah. No. All right. I'll tell you what that is. Anyway, last minute calls, comments, concerns, or text. Uh, messaging data rates apply. Remember that. Same number. 916-909-0985. We'll do all that here. And I think Dinosaur Mike might be calling in. So oh, yeah. we'll uh, talk to him as well and get out of here for a Tuesday. Hang on. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. I'm assuming getting ready to go out to uh, hang out with the guys of Sac Republic. Mm-hmm. Right, going to yes. kick. You're going after the show. Yes, kick some balls into the goal. Mm-hmm. See how many you get. Did we uh, guess, Nikki? You and I. You and I did not guess. Are you going to flip a coin for who gets to guess first? No, you can go first. Ladies first. <laughs> no, out of I- ten, he's got ten. But I don't know if he's going up against the, the, the Sac Republic goalie or not. Not like it matters. I mean, I don't believe so based on all of the agreements that we had set up. Now, Coach might have gone, been firing from the hip yesterday when he said he would have the goalie, the actual goalie. But everything I've been told is it would not be. Okay. Either way, doesn't matter. Well, what I think you'll get is at least three. Oof. Wow. Yes, Thank I'm going to give you three, and I want you to shoot for that hard. I'm going to. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I, I'm I'm going with what I said earlier this morning with, I believe, uh, the gentleman Todd that called in for the last-minute opportunity for mm-hmm. the Sac Republic tickets for the big game on the 26th <laughs> at Hughes Stadium for the 10th anniversary. Uh, I don't think he's going to make it to 10. We have a Facebook poll up as well. I pull up earlier in the show to see what people think he's going to get. So we'll see what those results read tomorrow. I think he's either going to pull something or he's going to run out of breath or die. No, I think he has a point to prove. He's going to be out here in front of all these strangers. He doesn't have that in him, Nikki. <sighs> he doesn't have the intestinal fortitude. Do we know, is it one ball ten times? It well, does. I don't know does oh, it, matter? it matters. I think it does matter. Why? Or is it like, you know, like in basketball where there's like a bin of balls? Because I'm not going to, I'm telling you I'll get through ten of them if I don't have to chase after the ball. So here's the, no, you kick the ball. You go pick the ball up, and hopefully you miss. Oh, you might be even money. You long. Might, you might be the the money shot there. Then, <laughs> if I have to go after it, you could be right. I could. Be. I hope you kick the ball and it lands in a stream. Oh no! There's only one ball out there, and you got to chase the ball to the end of the stream. <laughs> like the same. Nelson, you can't give up before you even start. You don't see. This is do. the attitude he's got. You don't tell me what I can do. Oh my god! Right now the poll is tied between zero and one. You got to <laughs> prove people wrong, Nelson. <laughs> okay, but not 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 make nobody it has my three. Three is on zero percent. So much faith. The audience has so much faith in you. <laughs> Our friend Dinosaur Mike, how are you, buddy? All right. How about you guys? Good. I got to right. tell Dude, look, let me tell you something, man. I'm so happy. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Every time you've been calling us for a while, you know, ever since we were in afternoons. And every time you call, you get more chipper, like more pep in your step. You know, from a, a depressed young man that's addicted to octopus porn, his mom doesn't let him eat. <laughs> this show has really done wonders for this kid. You know, so that's good news. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I yeah. appreciate it. You hear it? You hear that voice? Mm-hmm. I hear it. Look, you got like you got somewhere to go. You got somewhere to be? <laughs> no, no. Oh. No, I don't. You're happy today, though, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah? What are you happy about? What's going on? I don't know. I just got a bunch of cassettes in my hand right now, I guess. Oh, that's oh. not. Oh. oh, maybe you know the answer. Hey, maybe you know the answer to this. Hold on. Let me find it. Where was I? Uh, oh, here it is. Oh, man, I missed it. 
35 years ago today, this album debuted. And the clue that I gave was Ric Flair was once the champion of this. Oh, I think I figured it out. What? What do you think? Dinosaur Mike, do you know the answer? Uh, no. Oh. Mm. Nikki D? Mm. Mm. The NWA. NWA. There wow. you go. Favorite thing to sing as you would Now, there are two different meanings for NWA mm-hmm. for the example that I gave and what <laughs> these fine young gentlemen from Compton did. <laughs> but uh, okay. one of my favorite albums. It is. And you know what I got to do. I know what you got to do. You got to do it for the people. You right. Dinosaur Mike, you got, uh, you ready for, you got a little beat with your guitar? Can you give me a little beat? I'm downstairs right now. Oh, okay. Doesn't move downstairs. Okay, here you go. <laughs> to the people over here, to the people over there, to the people, the people, the people from everywhere watching this show, paying top dollar because they know when I'm on the stage, when, Dre, what up? Why don't you get to 12 gauge? Let's show them how easy does it. You punks want to make something of it? Run up, get up. What's up, sucker? You want some of this? Then you are stupid. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's a nice edit. Self edit twice. Yes. Thank you. Is that your first time hearing that, Nelson? Him do that? No. Huh. Oh, okay. No, I've heard him do Every that. Every time you're impressed, though. I am, yes, especially by the self-edit. I actually was supposed to be part of this group. Were you? I think so. Which member were you supposed to be? Uh, I, I Well, no, I, I, I mean, I'm not them. I mean, I had my own name. Oh, what name were you going to go by? They were going to call me uh, White Chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, look White at the chocolate, chocolate out of right. Dino Mike. <laughs> Like yeah, that's that would have been my rapper name if I would have joined. Look, I've done that for Ice Cube numerous times, and he's always been blown he away. He was not impressed at all. And so, uh, but back in the day, because I, you, I don't, a lot of people don't know this, but I grew up in Compton. What part of Compton? Oh uh, East Side. Oh, the East Side of Compton. East Side. Okay. Don't get it twisted with all those rich kids on the West Side. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. And every night, Dinosaur Mike, I don't know what type of neighborhood you live in, but I lived in fear. I had bullets coming in and out of my window. <laughs> <laughs> no. You can't relate. Dino Mike cannot relate. It's no. tough, you know. I mean, uh, out on those hard streets of Compton. Right. Yeah. But man, the barbecue. Oh goodness. My buddy's dad was a barber. He used did. to go to his house all the time. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And what used to happen? He'd cut my hair. Oh. Because okay. he's a barber. That was yeah. it. Yeah. But then things got real sad when my other buddy, really good football player, got mm-hmm. shot. Weren't you sneaking in and out of girls' windows and stuff too? Did you get? No, caught? that was my friend. And man, I tell you, he worked oh at the uh, the clothing store of the mall. Uh huh. boy, he had himself a nice little nice little girly girl. He did. Yeah. That, that we we it was his boo. She was his boo boo. Boo boo boo. Yeah, word. Right. Everything was dope back then. Of course it was. Yes. Everything was dope in the hood. <laughs> Dinosaur Mike. Uh, so you got no guitar. You got plans today or what? Uh, I'm just probably gonna chill. Maybe listen to my mixtapes that I made. What? 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 what, what give me some of your mixtapes. Like, what's on there? Well, I have like mostly albums that I recorded from like my CD player or vinyl. Okay. Stuff. Well, like, can you give me some of the songs? Like, could you tell me what you're what you're listening to? Well, I just have the bands and the names of the albums. Okay. So. Just give me something, Mike. Yeah, give me a name. Well, give me a song. Give me something. Well, I have a Motorhead mixtape. That's awesome, right? Motorhead. Okay. Yeah. I mostly got I got the chase is better than the catch as the starter song. Did you hear Carrie Underwood doing uh, uh, Ace of Spades? No, I haven't. Oh, it's actually pretty good. 
She's because she's opening for Guns N' Roses. Which is wild. Which is so cool. And Pantera. And she's just awesome at anything she opens oh her my. mouth and sings. This, this is the coolest thing she has ever done, in my opinion. To, to open being such a big act as she is. Mm-hmm. Arguably on the same level as these bands current day, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, to an audience, to that audience. Yes. Mm-hmm. Current day, yes. She voluntarily says, let me open for you, Guns N' Roses. Right. And just sings rock songs and goes out there in her sexy black outfits and just crushes. Killing it. Oh, my gosh. She's Love so hot Carrie. and talented. So awesome. All right. Well, look, Dinosaur Mike, we've got to run. Uh, we want you to enjoy your day of listening to your mixtapes. I'm sorry we didn't get to hear some of your guitar playing. Everything's okay with the mom? She being cool? Yes. Okay. You've eaten today, yes? Yeah, well, I just started, but, you know, I'm kind of jonesing for takeout food. Okay. You want me to send you something? Well, yeah, like maybe, I don't know, like around maybe 3 o'clock. I don't know. Cause... <laughs> okay. Nelson, 3 o'clock, send him some food. Got it. Okay. Well, I got to tell, tell you what I want, though. Sure, absolutely. Oh, right. Quick, quickly, what do you want? How about McDonald's? Okay, McDonald's. Nelson? What? Yeah. Big Mac? Double what? What do you want? Double what? Double quarter pounder, plain, just a meat, cheese, and buns. Mm-hmm. Or a large fry. Yes, up. Okay, thanks for shopping at McDonald's. Thank I hope you, you don't get shop. in trouble this time. <sighs> Sir, can you pull your car around? Thank you. <laughs> large Dr. Pepper. Okay, we got we got to run, but we got your order. Nelson is going to take care of it after you go. Why do you look so do you still have his? Do you still have his address? Uh, I'm sure you can get it. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Put him on hold so I can get his address. We, we got to run. Dinosaur Mike, give me a growl. We got to go. Rawr. There we go. All right, buddy. Yeah. Get that order to that kid so he doesn't starve to death. <laughs> Great how this radio show's turned into takeout. Right. <laughs> he's happy to put his order in today. He's been like, no, I'm going to get in trouble. Now right. he's like, I don't care. I'm going to jump. I want some McDonald's. Start calling Nelson Hordash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nikki, what do you got? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg was in Ghost, not Sister Act, with that purple on. You mess that up all the time. Yes. Oh, yeah. You are whoever is correct. I am wrong. Thank mm-hmm. you, Nelson. Uh, yeah, I got that. Uh, 60 pounds? No, okay. There you go. Look, uh, give us a follow, like, share, at Listen to the BS on social media. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. All goes well. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Ah, That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.